Yes, hello, this is Marty. I'm trying to refill my prescription for condom catheters. Hello? Hello? This is Marty. I'm trying to refill my prescription for my condom catheters. Marty, what are you doing, Marty? I'm trying to refill my prescription. That's not the pharmacy. What do you mean it's not the pharmacy? It's the number I dialed. You dialed the wrong number, Daddy. Jeez, Marty, how many times I gotta tell ya? Oh my goodness, fuck the ways about this. Uh, well, how you doing there, badass? This is uh, Alex Jones. Uh, just wanted to come on. Thanks for the invite podcast. Uh, Freddie Korea, you're a, you're a good dude, man. You're a damn American. You're a damn patriot. I don't give a damn what anybody says about you. If you're listening, thanks for the invite podcast. Uh, just know that you're helping to feed the globalists. For every second, every minute you tune in, you're doing your, your part to be all Americana. Freddie Korea, you're better than that Kim Jong-il guy, son of a bitch. Anyways, I'm taking a dump, man. I just wanted to... Send you a shout out real quick. No way. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, guys, it's Freddie. Thank you guys for the voicemails. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be spreading them out uh, with all these uh, different episodes we're uploading. And th- thank you very much to the homie Jose. For leaving that funny voicemail with a, a Jewish dude. <laughs> it's Passover. You got to get your shit. Um, and then uh, Alex Jones, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it, Alex Jones. Uh, I've always loved you. I know you're a little out there, but I still love you. I think you're great. Thank you, Alex Jones. <laughs> Shout out to the homie uh, John Polibert Gonzalez. Uh Make sure you follow him on Facebook. He um, very funny comic, huge online presence. So thank you guys for taking the time to leave a message. Now, I want to ask you guys to take the time, if you listen to the podcast and you have an iPhone, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review if you have a chance. Um, but most importantly to me, I really like these voicemails. If you take the time to uh, click on the link on my Instagram bio or on the bottom of this episode, You'll see the link for Anchor. All you have to do is click on it, go to the bottom right where it says messages, and you can leave a voicemail. You could do a funny one. Uh, it could be something serious, something that's on your mind. Uh, you just saw a bird pla- pass by in front of you. Um, feedback on anything. Go ahead and leave us a voicemail. I would really appreciate it. And then I'll play it on the podcast as well so I could leave it on there. Now, I'm going to be doing another intro for this episode. Uh, You'll hear the other intro I did six years ago. Now, this is, no, five? Yeah, six years ago. I I uploaded this episode uh, back in, let's see, September of 2014. This is from episode 38. This is a throwback episode, and... And I like throw, putting these episodes up, man. It, it brings back memories. They're flashback uh, to uh, the homies. Flashback to the homies. Shout out to Flashback to the homies with Grumzilla. Yeah. It's a flashback. It's it's great it, reliving some of these moments. And this was huge for me, guys. To have my comedy hero, one of the comedy heroes that made me want to get into stand-up was Felipe Sparza. I had hit him up 
to see if he would do my podcast. I'm like, he might, the worst that could happen, he'll just say no. And guess what? He said, yes. He said, yes. I was like, what? Are you serious? So here's another intro, guys. There's an intro to the intro, and then you'll hear the podcast. Uh, in 2010, it, I was making funny videos on YouTube. Uh, in 2009, I've been doing, I've been trying to do skits, you know, since I was a kid, pretty much. Uh, I have some of those online, and people would start telling me around when Facebook started getting big, hey, you should uh, you should do comedy, you're funny, and you should, you know, and I've always been a, a center, like, I always try to be the center of the attention, always been an attention whore, you know, so 2010 comes around, and I see this guy named Felipe Esparza with long hair, uh, being super funny, like hilarious on Last Comic Standing on NBC, and immediately he became my favorite, I'm like, I want him to win this he needs to win, and I started rooting for him, and he inspired me to want to actually start doing comedy, I have a lot of comedy heroes, I love Seinfeld, Steve Martin, uh, Chris Rock, but the the one that really made me want to do comedy was Felipe, and I told him that, I told him that, I don't know if it was after the podcast, I think it was after the podcast, I said, the reason I wanted to do comedy is because I saw you on Last Comic Standing, you really inspired me, so I I got to have Felipe, Rodrigo Torres Jr., uh, uh, and Isaac Flaco Martinez on the podcast. All three of these hilarious guys were sitting down at this little donut shop on Spring Mountain here in Vegas called Ronald's Donuts. The, the owner gave me permission to record, and I went for it. We did it. And, guys, 2010, when he won, I also really got into Greg Giraldo. Greg Giraldo was... Like, I started listening to him on Pandora. I started listening to, uh, uh, watching him on YouTube. This guy was, like, another guy, like, um, that to me was, like, he started becoming, like, one of my favorite comics. And in September of 2010, Greg Giraldo passes away. Okay? Greg Giraldo passes away in 2010. It was an overdose. And he, uh, he, uh. You know, it was very tragic because he had, I believe he had two kids, you know, his wife passed away from an uh, uh, overdose, I believe, and it just broke my heart. I was like, it was super sad because, um, you know, to, to I was getting inspired to do stand-up, I was going to do it, and then that happened. And this is around the time when I was still like a huge... Um, religious person i was uh the young adults leader at my church uh and i was at the time i was it was kind of towards the exit if you see what i'm saying like but i felt like it was god telling me no you shouldn't do you shouldn't do comedy so it just kind of went away by the wayside and i just i stopped I, i i was about to do an open mic uh and i didn't do it and then months passed and passed. 2011 came around. And I didn't really man up until August of 2011. Now, December of 2010 is when I stepped down as a young adults uh, leader at my church. I stepped down and 
uh, I'll tell you what, guys. It's been a journey since. It's been a journey leaving the faith. Um, I'm not saying it's because of comedy. It's just I start questioning. I start asking questions. And these questions couldn't get answered. And I just started thinking outside the box. I, I wasn't the same guy anymore and I was a huge Bible thumper so using the the Bible the scriptures I started like questioning and I'll get more into that and I have in the past so I don't want really want to get into it right now but I I started just like I'm like well I'm just gonna take a break and then that break took into it took longer it took like okay I'm just gonna take a a season I'm just gonna stay away for a little bit and now here we are 2020 I'm still if anything, I'm, I'm I'm happier than ever. I know we're going through this shitty pandemic. The world's fucking nuts right now. But I don't regret, I, not for one bit, I don't regret leaving. And I'm still the same person that likes to treat people good, you know? I think that's what it's all about. And I, I don't disrespect anybody as religious, but that really, like, I don't know. I just kind of, like, really, really went... Uh, out and ventured out into thinking like hey why not welcome other people from other faiths you know when, when you're from one, just one faith like when you're from one faith everybody's just from one faith but when you're when you're in your faith you always think yours is the right one you know everybody else is wrong except yours so now i'm not an atheist i'm not that but you know am i an agnostic i don't know do i need a label I don't think so. I don't think I do. However, here's what I do think. I do believe in just respecting other people's faiths, religions, creeds, whatever the fuck. Um, and treat people good. I think that's what it's all about. Treating people good. Now, let's talk about this, about treating people good. Look at Felipe. He didn't know me. He didn't know who I was. I was just an open micer, uh, up and coming here in Vegas, he he didn't he he could have just said no, but he was good to me. He was like that was so nice of him to do that. He didn't have to do that. So that to me, this episode right here was huge to me. It was so huge for to to have the guy that I was watching on TV. Uh, three years later, you know, 2010, and then three years later, he's on my podcast. I was like, what the fuck? I started the podcast in 2013 as well, so. Um, I wanted to re-upload this episode, share it with you guys. Right now, there's a lot of people at home. You need entertainment. Um, I wanted to share this and let you listen to it again. If you haven't listened to it, because I know on iTunes and Stitcher, you can't really go back that far on uh, people's podcasts. So, yeah, there you go. It's a it's a throwback to episode. What did we say it was? Thirty eight. Now. Um, I'm going to, on the next intro, you'll see me plug in their social media. So make sure you follow them. You listen to them. I mean, listen to your podcast. Rodrigo now has a podcast called Yeah Man podcast. Uh, Felipe already had What's Up Fool, a huge successful podcast, uh, since, you know, he's had amazing guests on there. Like, um, people you would never think of like, holy shit, you know, he's, they're on the podcast. Uh, and he's been on uh, numerous numerous TV shows, movies now. Felipe, like, I'm just grateful he did the podcast when he did. So if you want to, to listen to the podcast and hit him up. Say, hey, we heard you on Freddy's 
uh, throwback episode. Um, let them know that you heard him on the podcast. And Rodrigo, you know, Rodrigo's going to be a guest on the show pretty soon again. So there you go, guys. Um, check out Felipe Sparza's podcast. What's up, fool? And uh, thank you, guys. All the love that you guys are sh- uh, showing, uh, leaving voicemails, that means a lot to me. So thank you so much. I don't do this for money. I do it for you guys. Uh, like I said before, I really, I really appreciate the feedback, but, uh, want to keep you guys entertained. Thank you so much. Enjoy this next intro. <laughs> you are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Correa. I have a memory of being in Mexico. Like they, yeah. that they send me to go get, to go buy tortillas. Yeah. And me, I'm flicking the money up in the air, and I lost the motherfucker, right? Oh. I lost three coins. Pinches pesos. And I lost it. And I remember, like, I was so scared that I went back to my grandmother's house, and I hid under the bed forever. Oh, damn. And when they found me, I got spanked by my gr- I don't know how many people spanked me, bro, but it, was, it looked like I, I just know there was a battle royal. <laughs> El Niño de la Espalda Azul. For real, El Niño de la Espalda Azul. And um, I used to always run away, dude, when I was a kid. That was my only thing. My mom would tie me up, bro, yeah. right next to the dog on my ankle. So I would leave. That's crazy. Like, this is a, I'm not, I, I sometimes no. feel I'm making this up, but I'm not going to ask my mom this. loco, They never admit that. They never, never. admit pain. Yeah. Nah, nah, like, you you try, I try to tell my shit. mom, remember that one time you tied me up? She'll say some shit like, oh, remember that one time I had to leave work and you tied me up at the clinic? <laughs> <laughs> Soy tu mama, cabrón. Yeah. Started from the border, now the whole fan fucking here. Started from the border, now we're here. I'm here, puto. Started from the border, now my primos and my tios here. Started from the border, now we're here, puto. Started from the border, now the whole fan fucking here. Started from the border, now we're here, puto. Started from the border, now my tia and my tios here. No policia, homie, we don't feel that. Fuck a big wall, homie, we can jump that. When gringos come around, we never say shit. You never know who works for immigration. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Fred Recker. We are back. I'm very excited on this episode, man, because we got one of my heroes, one of the reasons I am doing comedy, the winner of Last Comic Standing, Felipe Esparza. I would have never imagined a year ago when I started this podcast that I would have people like Edwin San Juan, Felipe, Wheels, you know, all these people that are doing it like they've been doing it professionally for such a long time as far as the comedy goes. I would have never imagined I would have them on my podcast one day, and I am just very thankful and very blessed. So I hope you enjoy this. This is going to be a short intro. Stay tuned till after the episode. Also, we uh, I play a little clip. I'm going to play a little clip of a movie we were talking about with Robert De Niro. Felipe brought it up during the uh, podcast, and it's called The King of Comedy. The full movie is on YouTube, so you could watch it. It's about a guy that's really obsessed on being a comedian. Uh, it's a trip. You got to check it out, guys. But I'll play a clip at the end, so stay tuned after the music. So enjoy this episode with Felipe Sparza. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, 
Funny Felipe. And we also have Flaco Martinez, who opens for Felipe on the road. He's been on the podcast before. You can follow him on Twitter at Flaco Seagulls. That's F L A C O S E A G U L L S. And the co host of Felipe Esparza's podcast, What's Up, Fool? Rodrigo Torres Jr. And that's Rodrigo Torres Jr. on Twitter. Um, so, very excited, guys. I'm just going to get this rolling. So, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Hit up Felipe. Tell me you heard him on the podcast. And enjoy, guys. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good laughs on this. But there's also a lot of good knowledge about comedy. Because this is a guy that's been doing it a long time. And he's a professional. Okay, guys. So, anyway, enjoy, guys. Thank you. What's up, guys? It's Freddie Correa. We are back. Thanks for the invite podcast. And here we have Flacco. Hey, what's up, Freddie? How's it going, man? He's back. Actually, you've been on the podcast before. Yeah, that's right. I was here when uh, when I was doing that show with Edwin. Yeah, we, we did it in the green room. Yeah, yeah. A few, uh, few months ago, no? Yeah. yeah. And we got Rodrigo. What's up, bro? Yeah, man. What's going on, man? <laughs> Rodrigo Torres. Rodrigo Torres. Rodrigo Torres. And the very fine one of my heroes, bro, Felipe Sparza. What's up, fool? How you guys doing here, man? We're here at Ronald's Donut. Ronald's in Donuts. In Las Vegas, down Chinatown, man. If you guys could ever go to Las Vegas, go to Chinatown, come yeah. to Ronald. He's always here with a big smile and hot coffee ready to roll. Every dozen, you got a free massage, too. Right? And a reasonable price. <laughs> reasonable prices here, man. Not only that, man. <laughs> If you guys really want to go to Vegas and really enjoy yourself, man, forget about all those hookers and strippers over there in the, in the strip, man. You come to Chinatown, yeah. you order a foot massage for $20. Yeah, that's it. And you're good to go. And you're good to go, man. And yeah. Just you remember, never know, man. The owner of Ronald's might give you a massage. Let's ask him. <laughs> He's working. He's beating up a paisa right now. <laughs> the guy with the masa and shit. Like, ah, ah, <laughs> pounding that masa. This, is, this should be one of those places, bro. Like, there's probably a, bl- a back door over there. They're whipping <laughs> Asian kids. Oh, is that shit. gambling going on back there? Shit. Torturando estilo chino. Because I went to a Thai restaurant. Yeah. Rodrigo, he went to a Thai restaurant right there on Glendale Avenue. Yeah, fool. Right next to, right next to that. It's um, that little small space. They have the parking lot that's yes, closed. Yes. And it's hard to get out. Hard to get out. Hard to get out. Easy to get in. Easy to get in. <laughs> that place, man. Yeah, they got horse racing all day. The TV is on on horse races. I tripped oh, out about shit. that shit. So I'm pretty sure, man, you could. Uh, yeah, man, I would like some Packy Mao and um, five dollars on race number five for a show. <laughs> no more horse racing. Pad tie to go. That's how you gotta do it, man. Money laundering, right? Oh yeah, right that's here. money laundering. Money, right? money, money laundering, like how they do it in Vegas and Chinatown. Cash yeah. only, cash only. I did money laundering one time, man. I was drying clothes. Twenty dollars came out of my dad's pocket, and I kept it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> like that. The cleaners over here, bro. The cleaners, bro. <laughs> Nothing but laughs over here with Freddy Korea. I know, right? Yeah, man. I'm the laugh track, bro. Laugh track, bro. Right, You're Martin Moreno, bro. I'm Martin Moreno. <laughs> is, that, is that a wolf? You know what? Now, bro, we could do shows, bro, at like at Wild Coyotes in Montebello. That's where we all met. I met him when I was on when I won. No. I already had one last comic stand. No, You're I was top to six. Yeah, I was top I six you. on last yeah. comic standing, and then I met him. And I bombed. No, I met him. <laughs> you told that story. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was the story <laughs> I was talking about. Yeah, man, I came in to do that show, and then um, Rudy Moreno said to me, "You're next," and then it's with heart broke, dog. 
<laughs> oh no, you told me the the version of the story that was pretty funny. Nah, bro, I went. I, I was over there doing comedy. I thought it was funny, bro. I was killing, bro. And then I, I met Felipe, bro, and he had to take off to another gig. And Felipe was, like, hey fool, you don't mind if I do a set before you, real quick? <laughs> oh no, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. And he killed, bro. <laughs> that innovation going up and going down, bro. That so was the first time ever. And I went on stage, bro. And I bomb, bro. And then, and then, what was funny, dog, about this fool, dog? He's all sad, and he's all. And then Felipe stayed, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I busted a Benny Rana. Bro. Oh my god! What's up, guys? Sit. I went outside and smoked up with you and some other fool, Chepo, and, Chepo, and uh, yeah, Rizzo. And then, um, yeah. And then some little kid showed up. It's funny, man. That was some, Rizzo. Some little <laughs> well, uh, uh, Martin Rizzo. This guy, he had he had pants that fit him. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, so we were just standing there, and then some dude, crazy ass fool, showed up. Hey man, take a picture with my son. Like this fool that the bar game fucked up. Yeah, went home, woke up his son, and brought him back to the bar. Oh man, so take a photo with me. Oh damn, <laughs> that's that was, a real father. That's right a there. real father, right? There. You think my dad would have done that shit, bro? If he saw fucking Roddy Piper at Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> you think my dad would have fucking went on 7-Eleven and said Roddy Piper is better than cabron yeah <laughs> <laughs> my son loves you he wears he wore skirts because of you <laughs> body slam my son <laughs> go to sleep that's a, that, that story of when you met Felipe for the listeners you guys go back to episode 27 he, we were in the green room. He was crying when he said it. Now I'm just going. <laughs> I was crying with no, him. No, no, no. <laughs> a callback for a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> say, guys. So you know, you know it's funny, man. The way the way you, when you see like from a different perspective, like 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 <clears throat> to this day, now that I know him, I'm like, fuck this dude crying, eh? But, <laughs> Yeah, but no. but not, but not knowing him, you know, I just met him. But I thought yeah. he was a cool dude. But I didn't know that all these emotions were going through his little mind. You know, and that I was your first time headlining, huh? I thought we were all cool, but yeah. not, not that he, he didn't follow me. He he had to follow Chris from Kid and Play. No, I followed you. We? Yeah, bro. I went right after you. I was like, Is it nothing worked, bro? <laughs> Kid, Kid Reed went on after me. I remember he killed two, huh? He kid, he did, he killed. But I was supposed to do seven minutes. I went and I did three, and I blanked. So I started oh. rapping because Kid Reed was there. Rapping? Are you serious, <laughs> though, no, bro? I like freestyle? No, I just saw him ready. <laughs> my name is Flacco. I like crackle. <laughs> oh my God, you're serious, fool? Damn. So oh, that's when you used to wear the little suits, huh? The little like uh, Run DMC suits. Let's plug you guys this. So people could follow you and stuff. What what where can people follow you real quick? Facebook, Isaac Flacco Martinez. Uh babysitting over there off of San Gabriel. What what is it on Twitter? <laughs> on Twitter it's Flacco Seagulls. And Instagram. Just look at his medical bracelet, bro. Funny <laughs> <laughs> Flacco. How, how about you, Felipe? What can people find you? Uh funny Felipe on Twitter, F U N N Y F E L I P E or WW.whatsup no scratch that. It's on Felipe'sworld.com. F E L IPESworld.com or just look, Google only Mexican comedian who went last comic standing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and if you want to Google Mexican comedian who got kicked off for being on the phone talking to his girlfriend and Gary Iglesias shows up. Oh, okay. <laughs> for real? <laughs> I, I didn't know that. No, when Gary Iglesias was on last comic standing, uh -huh. it was in Long Beach, bro. That's his neighborhood. Yeah. That's like the last comic standing being in downtown LA. Yeah. I could have just snuck out. So Gary was sneaking out. 
Oh yeah. Like nobody was like sneaking out. You know, fat motherfucker. How are you gonna sneak out? <laughs> do that. Do that. Four hundred back then, huh? Anyway, so swiftly. So Gabriel was sneak out of his out of like because they were sleeping there at the Queen Mary. Oh okay. They were sequestered. They couldn't leave. It was different. You know, they, they, were, they couldn't. They were on lockdown. Oh, they damn. couldn't have conversations with people out of the studio. So me and he couldn't have convert with his mother, me, Flaco. He couldn't text us anything because you know he couldn't wait. He can't get away with secrets from the show. Damn. So, so what Gabriel did, he was like, while everybody was sleeping, that fool sneak out and go to Jack in the Box and come back. <laughs> <laughs> but also, too, no phones and shit. He no was, phones. He was on his Blackberry. He's like, fuck they, that. They, caught, they, they, they had warned him and they caught Gabriel with a Blackberry. <laughs> oh, for real? And there were Paul Rodriguez sitting on a stage. Hey, when Gabriel comes, hey, Gabriel, man, you should have told him the Blackberry. You should have told him the Blackberry that you thought it was a pie. Oh, <laughs> Doing Paul's voice. Hey, I think you should have said it was a pie, a blackberry pie. <laughs> we got Paul Rodriguez on the podcast too. That's dope. Yes, yeah, so when Gabriel Iglesias got caught in yeah, last comment standing, it was yeah. because he was on the phone with his name. Really? But wow. if you'd have saw Gabriel Iglesias before he got caught, that yeah. fool was cocky as a motherfucker. <laughs> dog. Yeah. That would made the show funny. Yeah, because. They were roasting Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. Everybody was roasting. And then Gabriel opened up when it was time to roast him. Yeah, man, um, please, give it up for runner-ups. <laughs> <laughs> and then only Alonzo laughed and he went at this. Alonzo, come on. Because <laughs> all those fools all had was just bad jokes. And she's like, yeah, oh, dude, like Gabriel would have destroyed them if he, if he and I got kicked out. You know, It, yeah. it was... It was yeah It was like Barry Katz says It was undeniable Undeniable Oh yeah he has this podcast huh? Alright What oh, the fuck is on, going on right here It was on Viva Sorvina Whatever her name is <laughs> uh, It's a transformer dog Oh wow It's a lady with a mask A face yeah, shield no, no, no. Here, 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 here she comes on Kirk Russell <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man chick I go Kirk Douglas here With a fucking fever blister over here <laughs> So if you guys what, don't know We're in downtown uh, Las Vegas Right here looking at What's the name of the street uh, Spring, Spring Mountain, Mountain Road Spring this Mountain is the heart of Chinatown Chinatown, Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah. And uh, everything's going on They have like 20 massage parlors 20 foot massage parlors Yeah And the coolest donut shop In the world From this little glass here So Yeah, yeah A lot of Chinese nice. restaurants not only, not only that man It's not just Chinese Man, they got Vietnamese. They got a, they have a Vietnamese restaurant here owned by a black guy. It's called Folk Shizzle. Folk Shizzle. Folk Shizzle. I want to go there. Right? <laughs> what brings you guys to Vegas, man? What, what, what you guys doing over here? Oh, uh, we have um, we have a uh, um, Flaco uh, here. Uh, he needs a, a special doctor. <laughs> he lives in Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's gonna, they're, they're, they're working on his funny bone, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, reattaching the glue. There's a special color air in the air over here called a casino oh, oh, air conditioning. No, we're over here looking at his ancestors, the pterodactyls. <laughs> yeah, we need Flacco to come over here and fix that hole in that, in that dam. He's going to stick his arm in that hole. <laughs> and then he's going to chop it off, eh? The Hoover dam. Goddamn. If you guys don't know Flacco, man, this, we, me and Rodrigo, we know him personally, man. You know Think I'm about saying? it, man. This motherfucker's still crying about me bumping him, and I fucking took him to the hospital two times. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I had kids, dog. Dog, is he talking about this fool who's like bumping up and feeling sad about your pocket? What, episode 105? <laughs> <laughs> so, this fool, this fool's like, I don't know, what do you have, bro? A heart murmur? 
He has, uh, you have a couple little things, bro. Morphan syndrome, bro. That's you also have called, yeah, a couple fans. little things right there in the ticker. <laughs> but right. uh, these fool get some crazy ass headaches, dude, and like mean migraines. Mean, mean migraines. <laughs> we're only <laughs> laughing because we're always, we're always around when oh, yeah. it happens. When the catastrophe's there, we're there, bro. We're like 9 11. So we this fool, like, so you get headaches, huh? Bad, dude. Bad headache, bro. To, like his back was turned into one of those stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but bones. <laughs> you gotta squeeze his head. Like his neck. I gotta put pressure on. Like squeeze that shit hard as fuck. Yeah. Bro. So we, we are, I have to rush him. We are rushed ER. to, to the ER in San Diego. Yeah. Ventura twice. What do they do at the ER? How do like make the pain go? Shot. Opio, he comes out smiling. They, yeah. <laughs> they bring him back. Oh, they, they give you a shot. Out. Yeah, they give me a shot that takes it, takes it over, breaks the migraine basically. Yeah, what is it like? It's a it's a bunch of shit actually. It's like a cocktail, right? That's what they call it. Yeah. We walked into the hotel room in Ventura because, dude, when this happened before, he told us like when it was happening, you know, mm-hmm. and it usually happens in the middle of the day. But this time it was in the morning. It was like 10 a.m. and we walk in there and it smells like. Bengay or like Tiger Bomb or something. Tiger Bomb. Yeah. It smelled like medicina. Dude, like Harpo's uh, medicine like, from Mexico. Like, like vapor rub dipped in shit. Eh? And he was <laughs> rubbing himself with it. We're like, God damn. But he didn't say nothing. He was sitting there like a mummy. Really remembering it. Where are you? Um, Just staring you know, at you, you from like the corner. You seen of Mice and Men, that movie? <coughs> when that black fool rubbed his back. Mice and Men or fucking Green Mile? Green oh, Mile. Mice and Men, man. Of Mice and Men. Yeah, when he lives in a cabin, and and then Lenny's messing with him, because he has a bad back. I just remember we're gonna live off the fat of the lamb. Yeah, man, (laughs) and I'm I'm gonna gonna take care of the rabbits. Did did you did something happen this weekend though? Did you get sick? We went to Ventura. Ventura. So what I was getting to, I was gonna say, hey fool, if you were feeling sick at nine in the morning, why don't you tell us, fool? Then you can be ready for the show. Then we go to the ER at four forty-five, and this was all. Don't tell them. I gotta go, my fool. We gotta tell you because, like, dick, we're gonna have a missing comedian in the show and shit, you know. And uh, so I told him, well, fool, we'll get somebody on deck. Boom. But I was like. Dick, if you would have told us at eight in the morning, dude, you would have right. been cool by four thirty. You'd been ready to roll with I your shot. I was trying to fight it. I was, I was trying, trying to, to fight it, fool. Yeah, you got knocked out before the ring, <laughs> the, the the announcer rang the bell, dude. This was trying to fight it, made a fool out. Thumb wrestle to an infant. That <laughs> 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 fool body slammed himself. So you guys did a show out here, huh? Yeah, we did yeah. a show for the United Food and Commercial. Workers, workers. UFCW, not to confuse with the F, UF, the other FCW. Yeah, which one's that one? The United Farmers Workers Union. Yeah, oh, UFW, okay. Right? UFW. So it was like a private thing. It was private totally man. private. Yeah. How was it? How the show go? Awesome. It was awesome, and these people, they like Martin Moreno, would say every time he got a laugh, they came to laugh. <laughs> came to laugh, Rasa. No shit. <laughs> No, it's cool, man. I just saw you guys also like what was it about a month ago when you guys did the show out here in Vegas? I don't know. It was like, what two weeks ago? Was two that two weeks ago? Two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, about about yeah. two weeks ago. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half weeks. Ago. Dude, that place was stand like standing room in the back. It sold out to the point where they're like they had to turn people back, bro. Hell yeah, was, I couldn't believe it, dude. It was crazy. sold out. There was a li- there was a guy. Com- well, you know, people. Like, I was standing outside for two hours in the hot sun just for you. <laughs> I brought an umbrella, show, homeboy. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was a fun show. But bro. what's crazy about uh, that show? It was like a, I've never done that before. It was a rock club. Yeah, dude. like those so like style. The, the stage is high, and then like even people sitting down, and then the people that were standing room only in the back were standing up. So it was kind of weird, dude. But it was a crazy dynamic. But it was. A I awesome thought it was show. gonna get a little rowdy because no, you know, yeah, too. no, they can't mess with us. You know, we come from a very special bro, place. In everybody was like listening, like I know, chilling. Man, that crazy there was stuff. people like there was. I saw this, but it was live. It's for one of those shows, man, where you could just get jumped by strangers if you don't hush yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, true. They were fools like that. That's, that's true. Fools, sh- 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 Solid fools. I didn't know yeah. that. You guys didn't tell me that. What the hell? Dude, we didn't even know that till after the show, fool. What the hell? Yeah, there, there was people had your back, bro. I, I had a. I yeah, did a, oh, yeah, oh yeah. I did a show one time Loyalists. with um with um Rob. What's the comedian name from Venice Beach? Um the um the brother. Yeah, remember he said Michael Collier. Michael Collier. He used to have hush security. Oh, really? Yeah, he he hushers. Hushers. <laughs> hushers. Yeah, Michael Collier. They'll kick you out of the door with a little bow tie. Yeah, and yeah. looking like <laughs> they're they're like Nation of Islam brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll oh, come yeah. to you and go, shh. Now, if you get a long ass shh, and then you get a shut the fuck up, that means you're already outside getting beat oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, they didn't fuck around. They and didn't he fuck. didn't even let comedians that were not performing coming in. Yeah. And one thing about comedy, like the, the old school guys do, is like, if you're not in a show, get the fuck out of here. You ain't Absolutely. hanging out. Absolutely. Oh, yeah? What are you learning? What are you going to learn? How to steal jokes? Yeah. How to steal ideas? Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on my persona. I'm working on my persona. I hold a microphone like this, like Jeff Garcia. Hanging out in the bag with a <laughs> notebook. Hanging in the bag, hating, bro. <laughs> Just hating. But how I used to do at the comedy store in the ballet room. <laughs> I used to sit in a bar- comedy room, bro, in a ballet room and heckle, man. Yeah. Me and you, you would heckle. Would you yell at fools in the back. Yeah. Go back to Jersey. <laughs> that type of that type of material only works only works in New York. I don't want California. <laughs> it's not. It's not the crowd. It's you, motherfucker. It's not oh, the crowd. It's, you, it mother. it's never the crowd. It is you. How, it's yeah. never the crowd. You, man. How do you feel for, about that? Yeah, it's never for the crowd. Young comedians, it's never the crowd, man. Like Flaco said, man, he bombed right after me. <laughs> never the crowd. Never the crowd. Nah, that's it's you. The crowd, and what you got in your head and your energy and what you want to throw out there. I, I will admit too, like um, it all starts off in the first sentence you say on stage. Okay, yeah, that's right. why I learned from Corey Holcomb. Rodrigo told me that he writes down the, his first line he's gonna say on stage. Yeah, whether it's what how y'all doing good, he writes it down. Uh huh. You know, and then you go from there. Yeah. So always, so when I when I don't do that, I feel like the first five ten seconds of my show is bombing already. Okay. Like yesterday, like I start start giving out a whack shout out that I never give a shout out to. <laughs> a whack shout out, I know, I know. <laughs> like give it up for Flaco for something personal that only me and Rodrigo know. Oh, I'm losing the crowd already. Oh, okay. And that one thing that you okay. were telling us about the opening line—that's when Corey Hocus told us um, when we're at the Laugh Factory, dude, in like 2001 when he was uh, racing Kevin Hart. Yeah, he was. He's all, and he was telling the story about this comedy club in Yonkers. Yeah. And they was throwing chicken bones at the comedians. And back then, my opening line was, uh, uh, give it up for this uh, pussy-ass club. <laughs> that, that's what got him, dude. Yeah. They were throwing chicken bones at the comedian. Oh, really? The opening line, how important it is, dude. You know? So, opening line. So, you would say, like, the first 30 seconds, 20 seconds, that's what counts yeah. to your set. Yeah, because mm. I remember, like, um, my opening line used to be, how you guys doing good? All right. Oh, I remember that. But now I I, I tell people sweet. give it up for like if I work with Marcela Arguello. Yeah, Marcela. She's like tall, like six two. Yeah, I said, give it up for that tall ass bitch. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. Or give it up for that tall ass woman. Yeah. Or um, 
I wouldn't go down on her. I'll go up on her. <laughs> but see, that joke wouldn't work if everybody liked her. Yeah. Like like that joke. If I had to follow her last night with that joke, mm-hmm. I would have bombed, bro. Yeah. If I would have followed her like at a union, sh- like if you follow Marcela Guayo somewhere. Where there's a lot of powerful people like who think they're powerful <laughs> <laughs> in their own little realm. Yeah, but these fools are watching Louis C.K. by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I will say like the best thing as a young comedian to do, man, is remember this, man. If you're gonna re- really think about it, you're gonna be in it for a long ass time. Like, yeah. How long have you been doing it, Rodrigo? Ten years? Nah, thirteen, dude. Yeah, see, thirteen, 13 years, years now. Yeah. He's been through. He's been around thirteen years now. Yeah. I've known him thirteen years. But there's people that know them 10, 9, 6. Yeah. But the people who know them for 13 years, anybody who knows Rodrigo Torres, Silent Bob, for 13 years already, like from the beginning, yeah. from day one, like the first people he met, Gabriel Iglesias, Jeff Garcia, me, Rudy Moreno, Joy Medina, whatever he said to us from the beginning is still in our memory. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't forget anything he said or anything he's done yeah. for the last 13 years. Now, this motherfucker in the beginning would have thought being an asshole. We probably only known him this guy for five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's you know, true. Because people along the way they forget that yeah. they think that they, they're thinking twenty minutes ahead. You know, when you should be thinking twenty years ahead. Hell yeah! yeah you don't know, think about two years from. Think about twenty years from now. How your decision right now to call Gabriel Glesser an asshole on Twitter is going to reflect on you later. Oh yeah. Or how you how you going to or you call Willie Barsen or something or or anybody you run into, you know, or you were too pushy in the beginning with someone, you know. Mm-hmm. They don't forget that shit. Oh, man, the motherfucker was pushing me to the guest spot. I gave him a guest spot and he fucking bombed. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. They don't forget shit like that. So man, I would just say be cool, man, and only Talk shit about people that everyone's talking shit about. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't be starting new talking shit. Yeah, yeah, nah, don't nah. be saying about hey, but how about Flacco, sick ass? You know, but but you never, but you never met Flacco. Oh, exactly. There's yeah. fools like that that walk around like this. Hey, like there's people telling a story that somebody told them about me, and they weren't even there. And then I pass by. Hey, Felipe, tell them the story, bro. You tell them, bro. You were there too, right? <laughs> well, now with podcast, bro. The story, bro. You were that. <laughs> Hell yeah! People want to just go. No, I just want to be a little piece of the picture right there. Want to be like, you gotta work for that shit. Yeah, you know, like gotta be cool too. You and this also like I don't understand how people like they think that they, they just being in comedy for two years and then quitting, but you're still here doing hanging out for ten years now. You think that. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna just kick it with us? Nah, bro. No. See, yeah. once you stop, you don't have ten thousand shows under your belt. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you can't be hanging out. It's experience, dude. And it's on experience. top of having talent, and on top of persevering and being cool, and you know, depersonalizing shit. Because yeah. if you can't take, you ain't got a thick ass. People say so you gotta have to have thick skin. You gotta have the thick haunt, bro. You know what I'm saying? A thick what? A thick haunt, bro. You know what <laughs> okay. I'm saying? And, <laughs> you know what I mean? You get to go. This shit's tough, dog. Like yeah. a lot of comedians now are. Pussies, bro. They get they're fucking turned into little little crybabies. Like they're not used to like just because another comedian talks shit about you all of a sudden. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah it is constructive criticism. Taking things, think, taking things too seriously. There's too, too many support group comedians, huh. man. Let's hold hands yeah. before the There's show. There's too many comedians that well. hold hands. They they, they go on, like comedy man. support groups where the, you see the ten comedians going up at every fucking show. Oh hell and They're yeah. all bombing. Oh great, man. I like the way you did the change on it, but they didn't change nothing. Yeah. So, so 
do you do you not like that like i see that all the time like somebody will bomb and then they'll come up and be like oh man you did good man you know? yeah but when like, he really kills nobody says shit yeah yeah so <laughs> how, how you so yeah. to your peers do you think you should tell them hey man what the fuck or just be honest i'll just talk shit behind his back bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really funny because then you have to figure it out yourself nobody's gonna put the pieces that's together true for you, that's right? true anybody can you know no matter how many times people tell you they're, they're not gonna listen to you that's true that this too. is a comedian right now we won't say his name but it was on was on like people like there was comedian bro that were on comedy central standard revolution mm -hmm. they think they actually think just by being on that show yeah they're gonna fucking rule the world yeah because they're doing a show with gabriel iglesias on comedy they, central and they don't even forget the fact that the, gabriel's been in a hundred shows yeah until this point whatever gabriel iglesias has up until this point it's even greater for him but for you you're just an open micer who just got a chance that's true and then if you're in your set it's not even that funny on tv yeah where are you gonna head like that that's yeah. what's up right there dog you gotta blow it up this dog. Yeah. who left their wives thinking they're gonna blow up bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's people, calling, over here there's laughing. people calling each there's Come people on. calling each other millionaires living at their mom's house. Yeah. I mean premature ejaculators yeah. that's what we call, bro. Taking photos of themselves, you know, like especially this like if you're a cokehead <laughs> Don't put photos up that you're losing weight doing push-ups. You, you should hashtag intervention. <laughs> Especially from the like, neck no, up. Like a lot of comedians front now. They front. front. They you gotta front. To make it, oh, I have, a, I have a podcast now. I have a yeah. YouTube page. I have this yet, motherfucker. How many times do you go up on a stage every week? Oh, man, it's once a week. Motherfucker, <laughs> you should take all that shit down. Well, be a producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah be a producer. <laughs> be Diddy. Oh, I'm going once a week, yeah. But Joey Diaz said you can only fake it for so long. Guy, I know this guy yeah, named right. Joe, I know this guy named Joe Barone, for example. This guy, like this guy, started off hanging out, you know, giving everybody a little joint, you know, giving everybody a little joint, yeah. selling point nine grams. <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy would actually sell dope and then take out point five, yeah, you know, just to make money. And he started, he started off, oh man, I really want to be a comedian. Can you help me out? So I wasted. What three hours with him and Edwin another two put with everybody helped him out. That motherfucker had a five minute set that was okay, but he didn't even he only did it man because he just wanted to be around it. Yeah, he, he wanted to be, be around that shit. Yeah. you know what I mean. Fuck being around that shit. There's a lot of comics I see like that too. Yeah, they man, don't like, be around it. Like, like don't be around it. Fucking cheerleader. Yeah. They're cheerleading, bro, on the sides with no pom poms. With no pom poms. <laughs> Who the fuck is that skirt? What do you think is the the real reason that somebody like doing comedy should be? What's what should you be pursuing? Bro, being a comedian, bro, is like following Jesus Christ, bro. You gotta leave everything behind. Dog. You yeah. have to pursue being funny. See, that's one of the things about yeah. the Bible. You know, like like even though they tell you like Jesus Christ will tell like Matthew, you're a tax collector. Go mm -hmm. give away all your money. And yeah. follow. If you really want to do this, get rid of all that and follow me. And yeah. that goes in everything, huh, not just dude, to follow right. Jesus Christ, but to follow a certain path. Yeah. You know, like me, I'm vegan, you know? Yeah. I, I, I know that I can't be fucking around at Sizzler, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that I can't be going to these places. Yeah. You know, I gotta follow a certain you path. You gotta follow a certain path. I give away fat friends that like greasy food. <laughs> 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 I don't wanna eat a red lobster all the time. That's so true, bro. Uh, the, the comparison you said right there, because I grew up very hardcore religious, and the moment I started doing comedy, like, I got deserted by some of my family members. Like, like, oh, you're doing comedy, you should be preaching the you should, word. Bro, you should have never invited him to your first comedy show, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I didn't. You know what happened? My dumb ass put it. This guy. My dumb ass put it on YouTube. Oh, and they saw me. They're religious. Like, yeah. They should be on the internet. Dog. That's true. That's true. But leave it. And also, behind. like for the young comedians out there, like who are who are trying to be comics, who are funny as hell, but are lazy as a motherfucker. Yeah, that's me. But don't know how to write jokes. Or, man, there's so many other things to get into comedy, not just doing stand-up comedy, man. You could be a comedy writer. Yeah. I mean, just follow your favorite comedian around. Just say um, Edwin San Juan, who lives right here in Las Vegas, you know. Mm -hmm. He's looking for a new hour. Learn his act. Write jokes based on his act. You know, write jokes that relate to it for him, you know. Submit them. Submit them to him. Here. Like, that's how I started. Yeah. I used to write jokes for Willie Barcena. Yeah. You know, I wrote a joke for him. He paid me 40 bucks. I mean, when, when he gave me a check for $40, man, you should have seen my head yeah. sprung up. And then I sold a joke f- I sold a joke to Joy Medina for $150. Oh, wow. And that's when I knew, bro, I got something here, man. Yeah. Now, okay, so when you sold a joke, how do you know it was gonna like work, or how did you? Because I already had t- done it on stage. Oh, so you tried it? Okay, okay. <laughs> and then so they see it and they go, "Fucking shit, I can fucking." Creep oh, so you tried it on stage, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah, I, I like told, that." I told Joy Medina, he goes, "Yeah, bro." Plus, it, it, it didn't feel my, it didn't fit my act in yeah, a way. I see. So I just said, "All right, give me hundred and fifty. And he said, "All right." Boom, wrote me a check for hundred and fifty. Yeah. And then me and Gabriel went to eat cheeseburgers. Yeah, so the joke was like this. The joke was like that's this. That's a lot of cheeseburgers. For the joke was this. My, this is the way I would say. I would. I used to say the joke. Yeah. Um, was um, because it was a. I saw. I was watching the news and Crayola crayons. Mm-hmm. They were gonna change the color of Indian red to something else because it was derogatory yeah, for Americans. Yeah. And then I said. Then I said, Yeah, that's good, man, because I don't want to open up my my crayons and see lazy brown, unemployed <laughs> black. Oh, and yeah. drive for shit yellow. <laughs> yeah. So that was a joke. And then yeah. Joey Medina rewrote it to his style. To his style. It's, all, it's a total different joke now, but he, it works for him. 150. 150. Damn, that's cool, that. man. That's cool. How, how, now, but you have to be, uh, also have confidence and really, <clears throat> and really, um, confidence is hard because I don't have, I didn't have confidence in the beginning. I was, I was funny, but I was sh- shy motherfucker. It don't yeah. look like it, but, I was um, I used to be a stuttering motherfucker. Yeah, people. The way I talk right now, I always talk. I was talking like that when I was five. I mean, people would make fun of my voice. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, um, for example, um, I, I used to make fun of my friend named Chris via Lobos, and I used to make fun of his uncle because his uncle had a he was a kind of mentally retarded, uh-huh. but he used to play outside with a water hose like this going. Rrr. <laughs> and spinning the water hose yeah. and he to get into like a yoga position too and then and I said what's up dog what's up with Rodeo Raymond over there dog <laughs> I heard when that fool was born he was playing with a legal cord eh? <laughs> <laughs> but Chris Villalobo this motherfucker repeated the same joke in my voice and killed this fool like a talk like a dog like a doberman getting raped <laughs> dude the fucking died. Every funny joke I said after that, this motherfucker just repeated it in my voice and everybody laughed. That's funny, <laughs> so, dog. Like Gabriel. Gabriel used to do a voice. But before Gabriel Iglesias did my voice, it was Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia? Yeah, uh-huh. Jeff Garcia used to do my voice. Yeah, uh-huh. He goes, nah, dog, me and the fucking Felipe over there, man. Fucking Felipe over there, fucking fat ass, dog, dog. We're fucking getting kidnapped, fucking. And he would imitate, imitate my voice perfect. I don't know if you remember. Gabriel. No, he did yeah. it one time at the, um, at the Laugh Factory on Latino Night when he was hosting. Yeah. And you're all... 
that fool, the fool, he's the first dude, fool to do my voice for. Yeah, he, he would, Jeff yeah. Garcia would imitate my voice, and then someone do, do a little beef between Jeff and Gabriel Iglesias, mm-hmm. and then Gabriel started doing my voice. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so cause it was an like, easy laugh, because he saw Jeff getting a laugh, so yeah. I'll do it too. Yeah. You know, so that was how, oh, wow. how it all got started, man. That's man. how it got started. Damn. He went on to be a multi-millionaire and a yeah, multi-friend. <laughs> multi-friend. <laughs> <laughs> I became a multitasker. <laughs> now, man. When, when did you decide to get into comedy, Felipe? When I was in rehab, yeah, I was in a drug rehab, and I had like three choices: live, die, or do comedy. Really? Why oh. was comedy one of the <laughs> choices? Because man, I ran out of things that I wasn't good at. Yeah, I was just I was always funny, man, but I didn't know like when you grew up like in a place where I grew up, you know, there's not that many comedians. There's no one really to to look for. Like, and that there was no Alley Weekly magazine. I don't know anybody who was performing. What year is this? Oh man, that was like fuck in the nineties, nineties, late nineties. Yeah. Okay, how did you start, bro? What was what was like? Where dude, did you go? Cause I, I don't know. Started, like, I know you're. I started. You, I've always wanted to be a comedian. Dude. Yeah, but you still used to. When I first met you, you started like, a little bit after. When or? I first met Rodrigo no, I before after. he even performed at Montebello. He said he used to open up for Voodoo Glow Schools. Every now and then they'll give me like a couple little minutes, like you know, oh, yeah? up, but nothing like you know. They'll be always saying. Dude, at the end of the tour, we're going to give you a, a little set, dude. And then when we get to Pomona, get to Pomona, there was no set. But whatever, what, bro. You know, you keep wh- on moving. What, what was but that choice? What, what, why for comedy? For me to do comedy? Yeah. I always wanted to be a comic. But yeah. like, oh, okay. I always thought you had to be black and have a red suit. Eddie Murphy was your prior life yeah. on, in concert. But I always want to do it. And I did it when I was 18 at a rock show. And it didn't go good, dog. It was horrible. Yeah, no. It was fucking horrible. And then I did it. So it wasn't even an open mic. It was a rock show. Yeah, in between bands. And oh. the band, the headliner band that was supposed to be there, DFL, dude, they canceled because their singer didn't show up. And they had to tell the crowd that. And they told yeah. the crowd that. But, but we have a comedian. He's starting out to do comedy. Rodrigo Torres. And I go yeah. up there and it was, it was over. They didn't want it. They didn't and, want to hear that. And so you started, Felipe started before. No, way before. Before way I met, I first seen Felipe when he was hosting Que Locos. I seen him on TV the first time. Oh, okay. And the only reason that I came to Montebello, the first time I met Felipe, Edwin introduced me to him. I went up to Edwin and I didn't know what was going on. And the reason I went over there because it was a girl named Michelle Umali at this place in Riverside. So you need to go where the Mexican people are at. You know what I mean? And yeah. you ain't going to do shit here. And she's all, there's a place called um, Tortillas. Tortillas. So I'll go over there, don't listen, don't talk shit to anybody, and be cool, and you'll be all right. And yeah. then I went over there, and I met Felipe, and then Felipe, um, Edwin introduced me to Felipe. This fool used to ride a motorcycle, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but he introduced me to Felipe the first day, he's all, what's up, fool? And then he took off with some chicks real quick. I was like, oh, that's cool. But he's all, Edwin's all, come back next week, and I'll put you on stage. And, and they'll put you on stage, just come early. I went over there, and then Willie Barcena's like, all right, bro, you do comedy, bro? That's cool, bro. I'm put you up, bro. <laughs> Fuck, I waited for fucking like an hour to go up. And nobody was there, yeah. though. And then he put me up, and then this fool got up. And uh, But, I, you know, the first two jokes went well. And after, I used to, like, if a joke wouldn't work, I'd just get off stage. I was like, fuck. But when I came in there, fucking, I came in with a motorcycle jack and my helmet. Yeah. And then Willie goes on stage go, God damn, bro. You should have bought all your equipment up here, too, bro. <laughs> he knows life design. The first jokes work, bro, but he got scared, bro. It's all good, bro. We love you, bro. You're Mexican, bro. That's why, bro. And it was like that. So yeah. and, and, and then it kept. And going. you already had some years under your belt at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I did, man. Oh, I these fools were hilarious, dude. Hilarious. Three, four years. I was on a show. I was doing three years. Three years. I was on a show called um, Showtime Latino Laugh Festival in 1996. Yeah. Like, I was doing comedy maybe four months or six and then I, I had like 
I was doing. I started doing comedy like, tw- like in um, before that. But I was doing like once a month. You know, you st- as a as a young comic, you start off slow. Mm-hmm. So I would just go to this open mic place called um, in L.A. Huh? In L.A. and that's where I met Freddie Soto there. Is that the Natural Fudge? The Natural Fudge. I met mm-hmm. Freddie Soto, Soto, Jamie Kennedy, and Alonzo Bowden. Uh huh. In Maryland too. And Marilyn Martinez. Oh wow. And then um, so I, I started going there. I do it. My first joke, like I didn't have jokes. I just know that I, I would write long ass paragraphs at first. Yeah. One of my first joke was, and it was a horrible joke. And I said, and then, and I remember like writing a bunch of writing forever, man, just to come up with two jokes out of it. And I, I remember I, I wrote this joke. I said it was so not funny. I said that um, I don't think I ever said on stage. I just had it. But if you look back, you get embarrassed of how stupid it was. I said that, um, yeah, because they had just made that movie, The Last of the Mohicans. Mm-hmm. Damn. And I said, Daniel so, Day-Lewis. So I just thought of, you know, the riots had just ended and all that. And I thought about how, um, I said, yeah, man, I'm, I'm in a new movie called The Last of the Mojados. <laughs> That's funny though. <laughs> Imagine the last one. <laughs> the last of them. I did a coffee. It was like a. <laughs> but the first place I ever performed at, there was no Mexicans in the room. No Mexicans. Like, I don't even know. I, I brought my own Mexicans, bro. Yeah. Um. Some of my friends, you know, from the neighborhood, they used to dr- drive me on the way to, on the way from on the way to the drive-bys. Mm-hmm. They would drop me, drop, drop me oh, off. For real. <laughs> yeah. On the way, my friend would go do drive-by shootings and cocaine deals. But before they did all that, they would drop me off at this comedy shop. So you could kill while they kill it. Eh? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Accessory before and after Good. the fact. Yeah, man. Damn, bro. So, so your homies would go gangbang and they would drop you off? Like, yeah. All right, we'll be back for you after, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll drop you off right here. And, Damn. Um, We're with you the whole time, right, bro? <laughs> yeah. They would drop me off. And it was funny, man. Like, this was a whole new life for me. Like, being out of the housing projects and yeah. hanging out at a place where there's waitresses. Because we were all sitting down, everybody from the neighborhood, you know, there were bald heads, you know, <coughs> Vietnamese looking guys, Vietnamese guys, black dude. And we're all sitting there, man, and we're, they're ordering food, like pitchers of beer, eating. And then the waitress had to ask us, um, you know, it's, um, it's not mandatory, but, you know, it's polite to tip. And she told us all that, and we didn't know what the fuck she oh, was you talking didn't, about. Oh, you didn't even know what that was all about. Wow. And then we're, we took it personal. What this bitch talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the fools stood up and said, fuck this bitch, eh? <laughs> and then... Um, you want a tip? I'll give you a tip. <laughs> so I started like... Remember, dude, I started doing my stand-up comedy there. Uh-huh. And my friends were slanging dope outside of the oh, shop. Oh, damn. Like right outside, like in a different neighborhood. I didn't know what neighborhood that was, but I know that it's not allowed to do that there. And they would just yeah. roll up and do it? Just roll up. Kind of like it. Alpha back here in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> dude. I saw that, dude. You see that shit? Yeah, that was crazy. I, I would never, if I was uh, slanging, I would never go up just to strangers. Even though if I smell weed, fuck that. That's a hustler, bro. Yeah, you know, that's he, a hu- he had everything. He had a scale. Y'all do, y'all do ecstasy? Nah, nah. Y'all do Molly? <laughs> nah, nah. I got a half ounce. What's this? This is black kush. <laughs> <laughs> read it off the bag like I got some other shit <laughs> yeah man so my friend would just start slanging crack right outside the yeah. natural fudge on fountain mm. not, not, I won't say they were slanging but there was a couple of sales and they knew now every Monday ya vinieron los mexicanos con la buena <laughs> the good shit bro that yellow crack <laughs> 
So I was that was on Mondays, Mexican Mondays. Huh? Yeah, so <laughs> I started doing that open mic show. The first time I went there, bro, I was dressed like Fuzzy Bear, bro. What? Is it, you got a sport coat? I had a sport coat. I would need with a hat and a tie, bro. <laughs> I had a sports coat, my jeans. And one of those little ties right here, bro, that the cowboy's wearing. The clip-on? Oh, one of those. With the two strings? Well, my dad wears those, dog. No, I don't know what. I don't know what. I was looking for a tie. You know, I'm a nerd. So, How comedians dress? Like, I was sad that they didn't have a, co- I didn't have a coat with patches on it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be. I wanted to be. Seinfeld, like the 80s. Yeah, like, bro, bro. All those fools had those little outfits. Yeah, like Riser. I like Riser. And what you said on, because I listened to your podcast, What's Up, Fool? You weren't born out here, huh? You came, you came uh, from Mexico. Like you were born in Mexico. And yeah, I was born in Adolfo Ruiz Cortines, Sinaloa. Sinaloa. So you were. How long did you live there? I don't remember, man. No? I remember three years. Okay, so you came here pretty much your whole life. You've been here then. Yeah. Oh wow. My, I just remember like growing up, like how hard it was over there. Yeah. Like I remember like watching my mom still get beat up by her my grandfather. Oh like, getting yeah. Getting whipped. Yeah. Like my my mom and my aunt used to always fight, yeah. But the, uh, I would, that would trip me out. Like my grandfather is whipping my mom right now. Yeah, that's crazy <laughs> in the face. Yeah, <laughs> my my mom's that uncles scare, that scared the shit out of me, man. My mom's uncles would hit her. Yeah, yeah. Just anybody that's older and it's a guy. <laughs> like, yeah. I still want to fuck up my uncle for hitting me when I was a little kid. Yeah, he hit you too. Man. I don't understand that. Like the like, I th- walked up and smacked my ass. Like, like yeah. I have a memory of being in Mexico. Like they yeah. uh, that they send me to go get to go buy tortillas. Yeah, and me, I'm flicking the money up in the air and I lost the motherfucker. Right? Oh, I lost three coins, pinches pesos, and I lost it. And I remember like I was so scared. That I went back to my grandmother's house and I hid under the bed forever. Oh damn! And when they found me, I got spanked by my gr- I don't know how many people spanked me, bro. But it, was, it looked like a, I just know there was a battle royal. <laughs> El niño de la espalda azul. For real, <laughs> dog. Azul. And um, I used to always run away, dude. When I was a kid, that was my only thing. That's probably why I don't hang out with my my family that much. Yeah. Because since I was a baby, I always want to leave. Mm-hmm. Like my dad would go to work And I would follow that motherfucker to work <laughs> Yeah I was like two or three years old Then on the way back He would tell me Vete Like go back home <laughs> Sending me back like a little dog Go back home So a little ass feet Turning around Walking back And shit Little chubby oh, legs Oh yeah It's in LA you know, already in Mexico Oh in Mexico still, My right? mom would tie me up bro Yeah Right next to the dog On my ankle <laughs> So I would leave <laughs> That's crazy. Like this is a, I'm not, I, I sometimes feel no. like I'm making this up, but I'm not gonna ask my mom. This loco, <laughs> they never admit that. They never, never. admit pain. Yeah, no, you try to, to I try to tell my shit. mom. Remember that one time you tied me up? She'll say some shit like, "I remember that one time I had to leave work. You tied me up in the clinic." So I do my cabron. Tied me up in the clinic. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's one of my one of my memories in Mexico. That's bro. one of the memories. Yeah. So you moved. So you moved over here with your family. Well, you have a brother, a couple sisters, or I have um, I have too many brothers, bro, and too many sisters. Yeah. So you're not close with your family. Well, we're clo- man. You know, man, when you live with seven people your whole life, yeah, with two parents. After a while, bro, you don't want to go back to that shit, dog. You don't want to see those same motherfuckers in the same room ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I understand. How these? I don't know. People on Facebook, Instagram, are fucking liars, dog. Posting photo of their family all the time together, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, what happened to the fight before that photo? Yeah. How about when that? How about, how about how, what happened when that fool ran you over with the car, dog? 
never talk yeah, about that. Yeah, never talk about that shit. Oh, mijo, no, tu hermano tenía problemas. Everybody's positive on it. Everybody's positive bullshitting. Yeah. <clears throat> Even like my, my brother crackhead. You know, I was a crackhead too. But you like you try to talk to your mom about you can like it's like we're in my house. It's like I don't even it's just me. Just, it must be like this, the way we were raised. Cause it's not a Mexican thing. It's just a a thing, you know. Like I guess your mom wants everyone to do good, but that's not shit. That, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Some people are just gonna fall off the bridge, mm-hmm. and people are gonna keep going. People are gonna get left behind. Like I, I'm in. I feel embarrassed sometimes to tell my mom good news. Yeah. <laughs> Like I gotta say good news with a little sad of bad news with it. Yeah. Just so my brother could relate to sad news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I gotta say, oh yeah, I went to Vegas. Uh, and then but I didn't win nothing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, man, we went to New York and it snowed and I missed the show. You know they gotta, you yeah. gotta say something sad too. Yeah. I can't just say, Oh yeah, man, I'm in a target commercial, I'm in this because my mom will say, Pues tu hermano, tu está anda mal. Yeah. <laughs> so you got downplayed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know your mom. My mom downplayed my good news, bro. Like yeah. I could say, yeah, I'm gonna be on a tonight show. Your brother's doing rehab in Tijuana, Mexico. <laughs> he needs help. Is it a pollo? How about to you too, huh, bro? Your sister Jennifer. Oh, oh wow, she's gonna be councilman. Your brother's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see a woman be a councilman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And then Flaco, um, Flaco's gonna, all fine and dandy little family. Uh, yeah. huh, that was good. Yeah. Flaco like, right now. Like we are like Flaco is family. Are you close with your family? Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah, they sleep in the same good. bed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they sleep in the same. They sleep in the same <laughs> bed. Just ski now. That's why. No, they're supportive of everything. Comedy too. Like damn. Yeah. yeah like I mean, I hear the all these stories. Years like, over here. People want me to get a job. I'm like, not my parents. They're like, hey, keep doing comedy. It's gonna pay off. They're like, so they believe in me. So. For real, bro, they, they live in the same bed like in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Because <laughs> 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 that's Gene Wilder, dog. Gene Wilder. Damn. Or that one where uh, or Johnny Depp. Or new Pen- Johnny Depp, yeah. He looks like Raylene, the porn star. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 back to family, man. Like, yeah. It's like, uh, it's tough, man. Like, like, I don't know if you have a brother or, or a family member that lives with your mom, you know, and... I don't know that you're in a situation like that when you have a family member that lives with their mom. Those motherfuckers yeah. right there, for every guy right here that's a piece of shit who lives with their mom who's over 20 years old, when your brother comes over and invites your mom to dinner, yeah. you don't have to go, motherfucker. <laughs> you're not included. Don't get pissed off that you're not included. You don't have to go. Just because you have We don't appetite. need to go. You're not included, you son of a bitch, all right? I don't understand. People think like, just because they live with your mom and you're there to visit, you gotta take those motherfuckers on a fucking field trip too. No, motherfucker, you stay right here. You fucking hold down the port, the fucking house. <laughs> Entitled. Or like when dog. you come back, did you guys bring me anything? Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. You don't bring you shit. Smell my fingers, you cocksucker. <laughs> you didn't bring me a happy meal. <laughs> like, for there, yeah, and this guy thinks he, he lives at home. He lives at home with his mom, and then like they bring him food, but nobody invites him. Oh, nobody loves me no more. Motherfucker, everybody loves you. You fucking have a oh, you're living rent free, you son of a bitch. You don't even yeah. know how to do laundry, dog. So it was a struggle. Like, so you say you tried a lot of things before coming. What were the things that you tried? I really had no um, I, I had no career path planned out. You know, like when I came out of rehab, I was working in I was working in two jobs. 
I was working at Dodger Stadium, making hot dogs from 10 o'clock at night till the game was over. Yeah. And then from 7 to 3, I was working security guard at the government building yeah. in, um, in Silmar, California. Damn. Yeah. So you, so you didn't have a career path? Like, you just... You were just... Surviving? Li- just surviving, and then... Uh, just and then surviving. Comedy came, you came across comedy. How'd you come across comedy, though? Like, Oh, let me see, man. Let me tell you, man. I went to the Laugh Factory first off with my baby mama one time. Yeah. And um, I saw Damien Wayans bomb. Not bomb, but now I know that he was bombing. But back then, I thought he was killing. But see, as a young comic... I, as a, as a person watching the show, you don't know the difference between bombing and someone really expressing themselves. Yeah. So, Damon Wayne was talking about um, catching his son masturbating. And he, say, he, he said he, he was caught with his pants down with a Kleenex on one hand and lotion on the other hand. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious. And then he was talking <laughs> about his wife catching him cheating. Yeah. And then <clears throat> nobody was laughing. But when he first went up on stage, Demi Wayans, everybody was laughing, cheering. Even me, man, I stood up. I started yelling out every character from Living Colors. <laughs> you know? And this fool just looked at the audience. He goes, man, 10 years ago, I was just a nigga taking his jacket off. <laughs> Trippy, huh? And he got a big laugh. Yeah. And then he was real. He was so He was very real on stage. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to be a fuck. I always want to be a comedian, but at that night, I made the decision to be a comedian. That night? So and you went to so, watch a show, and you're like, And oh. I had a fat chick at the, same, at the time, right? And this black dude <laughs> looked at my chick and said, damn, man, your girl look like Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> and he got a big laugh, and I said, fool, you look like, <clears throat> he goes, I said, you look like, I told, I told that black fool, you look like fucking rerun with, with no dental plan. And all his friends <laughs> laughed, and they called him rerun all the way outside oh, of the club, so man. I won, bro. So you won. <laughs> I left Roseanne, became a comedian, bro. <laughs> you like Tom Arnold, bro. I was like Tom Arnold over here. <laughs> that was your first uh, comedy competition right there, yeah. bro. <laughs> you won it. <laughs> from the crowd. <laughs> so from that moment on, man, I say, I'm a, I, I researched, bro. I, I fucking researched, man. I didn't yeah. just tell, my, tell walk around like young comics. No, I'm a comedian. Yeah, how many times have you been on stage? Twice. I know, huh? Yeah. Like calling yourself as a comedian is like fucking. When, when was it when you first felt like I'm a comedian? Like you could call yourself that? Like Oh, someone, somebody said, oh, there goes that comedian. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, <laughs> I'd rather have the people, people say it. Go. There we I'd, go. I'd rather the people say it than you're, even your peers or yourself. That's <laughs> when it's others at. Or, or you hear some chick ch- ch- telling somebody, oh, I fucked that comedian. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There you go. Mate, that's when my little Scotland arm comes up. But sometimes you see some of these these guys, these young guys on, on Facebook with a profile pic with their microphone in, in oh, their face. Oh, yeah. The, wall, the brick wall. The brick wall. And it, and it, and it, and it was Smash. after. They took the picture after the show. You know? Oh, like, oh my God. <laughs> the worst one, the worst picture a comedian oh. could do is this one. And I don't care if you've been doing it for 20 years, two years. Take a photo of you with a notebook and then write grinding. You ain't grinding, motherfucker. You ain't grinding shit. You should be writing. Fucking, that fucking notepad is empty, motherfucker. There's no need to be picking You don't, you don't need to be putting no photo up of you doing stand-up comedy. But put it this way. You want to be a comedian? Think how Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy did it. Okay? Yeah. They did it before internet. They did it before selfies. They did it before telling yeah. people they were comedians, bro. They were, these guys, while well, 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 people are not getting selfies, these people are getting their dick sucked somewhere, man. That's true. It's dog. true, bro. There was no true. hanging out and tagging nobody. Okay. Like I was hanging out with Bobby Collins, <clears throat> Bobby Collins, and 
South Carolina. Yeah. He had just finished doing a comedy show. And I saw him in a hotel, and he told me that he's doing a comedy show somewhere. And he told me, hey, hey, kid, I don't say this too much, but I voted for you. Oh, yeah. He voted for me on Last Comic Standing. So I go to his comedy show, and he could have smoked me out. This motherfucker said, I, I've been tra- I had this joint, uh-huh. I had this joint on a cruise ship. So this motherfucker, dog, takes out a joint. And it's like that joint that Cheech, Cheech Marine takes out in fucking up and smoke. Oh, big ass Led joint. Zeppelin. No, a little one, bro. All the, all the um. A toothpick. Oh, all the, one. Oh, he was smoking a toothpick. Like his his fucking hey. joint looked like a fucking paper accordion, dog. It looked like Flacco, dog. <laughs> <laughs> looked like Flacco stretching out. <laughs> when he wakes up. Huh? <laughs> yeah, man. So Bobby Collins, he he busted out that little ass joint. Yeah, and then. And then we smoke it, and then we're back inside the club with the owner of the comedy club. He's the next comic, of course. Now, and then there was another guy who's a comedian, and we're all watching. They're all watching videos on YouTube. They're showing them to each other, and I'm sitting. I'm standing next to Bobby Collins, uh, stoned, and he goes, "Man, back in my day, we just show, we just fucking showed each other pictures of, pe- of girls we're gonna fuck tonight." <laughs> he goes, oh my god Everybody's showing photos Nobody here is chasing pussy Where are the, where are the days going <laughs> The showbiz element's out of it dude And it goes back to the whole, the whole thing Being producers A lot more people are more producers More Should be a producer. than actually I love performers that. and artists You know Yeah. Work on your act dude. Yeah, man. Work on your act huh Work like, your, That's what you gotta do yeah. I would also man If you're a young comic out here right now Nobody needs to see your, your fucking First year of comedy on YouTube <laughs> Take that horrible YouTube <laughs> video down. I just got eye cancer. Because people will judge you on that vo- on that video. Oh, forever. Yeah. I'm serious. People don't care how much you progress uh, from that video. You no. take that horrible video down right now and don't ever put another video up until you know people were really laughing. Yeah, it's not the first you don't want impression. Because it's a lasting People go to yeah. that video. Oh, he's got to open he. Just the way a, a comedian could be funny, but if you have a, you have an open mic mentality, this is, a, this is how I know the difference between a, a headliner and a comedian. Here's a headliner. So yeah, so man, I've been dating this girl for like four years now. We're thinking about getting serious. Here's an open micer. Relationships. Who's in a relationship right now? Okay, let's talk about relationships. So I'm dating this girl. We've been dating for three months. Yeah. See the difference? Yeah. Asking the people a question, but no, you're telling you them. You go to yeah. your show. You don't ask questions, bro. Yeah. yeah. You, you don't no, ask you questions. Tell them, you dude. tell them. You tell you're them. You tell them. When you t- you give them the power. You, you you don't give the audience the power, bro. You hold on to that power. Mm. You don't. Get, Hell you, yeah, you un- don't relinquish. Unless nothing, you're Don bro. Rickles or Jeff Garcia, you ask questions. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, I I was on stage one time and Edwin told me that he's like, don't ask the crowd anything. Oh, don't man. ask him. Why are you asking him? You're taking away from my comedy now. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so true, dude. You're like, you don't, you, you, you don't ask the joke, bro. Man, I, I saw it, this bro. comedian man. They, they talk about cougars. They, they can't talk about co- young comics. Yeah. Cannot talk about cougars without announcing where the cougars are at. Mm. If they're in your act, motherfucker, they're in my act too. You're not gonna, you're not gonna ask the audience. You don't have to ask. Where saw the cougars at? Let's get emotional. Has comedy ever made you cry though? Like, have you ever? So if you don't cry in comedy, man, you're not you're not a man. Yeah, that, that's yeah. another part of it. Yeah. These fools don't want to cry. Nobody For a lot wants of fools don't want to cry, man. But you, you cry in bro. there. You got to go out in the sun and you got to get burned, dude. You know what I mean? You got to go break a couple of hearts, bro. <laughs> that too, dog. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> co- so comedy, it's crushed you a couple times. It's a coming yeah. of age. And all the women yeah. out there dating comedian, don't be fooled. Eh? Nobody marries a medical medical student. Eh? <laughs> 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 you can get traded too eh? Oh hell yeah You gotta be in the mix For a minute You gotta be a soldier <laughs> I haven't found a soldier <laughs> So like Have you ever done a show And then you walk out And you just wanna go cry In the corner or something I wanna cry after this podcast <laughs> I was gonna say that See, it's like this, man. It's like there's comics that there's some comics who bomb really, really bad. Mm-hmm. But see, if you're a comedian that's been doing comedy for 20 years and you're still bombing, no, nothing I say, nothing you say, nothing Flaco says or Rodrigo says, it's gonna help this guy. Nothing. And you're gonna teach this old dog new tricks. Nothing. There's dude. guys out there, bro, who still bomb after they've been doing it as long as I have, mm-hmm. and still out there at the club trying to pick up like they didn't bomb. Oh yeah. That's embarrassing, man. Like, dude, you should go home, bro. Go over to that, find a tape recorder, man, and think about your life. You're up there trying to get laid with a yeah. cute face, but you suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, well, there's a lot of people that... Just want to hang out, doc. Just want to hang out. Just How many support out. groups? Do, do, did you ever mess around in the, like, so you did, like, Laugh Factory? You say you did a comedy store, too? How you Were you a regular? Did you get passed and stuff, or...? Yeah, me and I got pa- yeah. I, I showcase for for Mitzi Shore like seven weeks in a row. Uh-huh. So seven times, th- three different sets. Yeah. No, seven sets of three minutes. Yeah. And then by the eighth one, she let me through. Oh really? And I became a paid regular right away. Oh right away. Right Damn. Away. I I, as soon as I, I she passed me, I called for spots and they gave me a paid spot in the OR. Yeah. But I I stopped calling and they, and I worked the door. Me and Gabriel Iglesias, we worked the door. Yeah. We got passed around the same time, me and Gabriel. You and Gabriel, yeah. Yeah, my name is on the wall. <coughs> yeah. I remember one time, um, me and Gabriel, if, if they were not put my name up, me and Gabriel were going to hire somebody to write our name for us. <laughs> <laughs> for real, fool. For real, yeah, you can do it. Fuck <laughs> it. At nighttime, no one's watching. <laughs> you know the funniest thing ever, man, as a comedian? I don't know if you ever, you ever, you ever done the open mic for the Laugh Factory? Uh, yeah, I did a couple of times. Did yeah. Jamie Masala give you advice? No. No, no. He, no, he, he gave me advice. He Never. told me you need more time on the stage, buddy. I remember James Sala one time. He told me, "What he tell me, buddy? I don't that uh, that." She told me, "Buddy, I don't see you making it for another six years." <laughs> and that shit hurt, bro. Uh, That's one time I felt like crying, bro. Yeah. I was like, I was like so I had to talk. So man. To not fucking feel like killing him or feeling bad, <laughs> I called other comedians, man. Like I called Brad Williams, yeah, and he told me what Jim Mustala told him, and it was worse than when he told me. Oh, what did he tell he Brad? Told Brad Williams, Brad, buddy, what you should do, Brad, is get all the little people you know, yeah, and then we'll do a, a comedy show with all the little people you know, oh. and we'll call it the biggest little comedy show in Hollywood. <laughs> So oh that right God, there, bro. bro. <laughs> I, I was then he, I talked to Alonzo Bolden, and he told Alonzo Bolden that he should put on a football jersey with shoulder pads, <laughs> and he should be the football comic. The football comic. <laughs> so now when I do interviews, I uh, when I see, when I when I talk to Jamie now because we're good friends, he loves me. Yeah. I tell Jamie Masada, man, remember Jamie Masada? You told me it's gonna take six to ten years. 
You fucking What did you know Motherfucker It took 12 <laughs> <laughs> You know shit <laughs> when, when was it When you finally Decided to go Like full time Make a living off of it When I started Garnishing my check For child support Yeah <laughs> Yeah I said fuck that uh, You're working at the Dodger Stadium about yeah. being a comedian Under the table Yeah Under the table <laughs> 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 Well I'm getting Garnished my checks Yeah And I wasn't making much At Dodger Stadium You know I was making like What five grand For mm. the whole From April to October Five grand Yeah Back then Damn So, so now it's two grand bro So So then you started just Making a living off of the Comedy I wouldn't call it Making a living dog No <laughs> Surviving just Surviving Surviving bro Put it this way, man. I, I just did not want to get a job. Cause I, I didn't want to, like, maybe I should have gotten a job, maybe, like, maybe from six to six in the morning to two. But by, by then, I was staying up late, man. Four o'clock in the morning, going to sleep at three, eating late, getting fatter and fatter every night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the life of a comedian. It's RIP. You like to go with Gabriel Iglesias and Rodrigo Torres. And these other motherfuckers right now with busted lips. <laughs> and we used to eat, bro, like kings, bro, even yeah. though we were peasants. Yeah, dude. We were eating like kings with a peasant mentality. Yeah. Like we would order queso fundido. That was people's favorite. It was like melted Delicious, dude. Monterey Jack cheese uh-huh. with chorizo in the middle. Oh, man. So then you mix it all up, bro. It's queso fundido. And what is that for you to call it? Taffy? Taffy. Taffy. Gabriel called it taffy. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Damn bro. I have some questions that uh, I posted on Facebook last night, and I said I told your fans. I said, "Shoot uh, women." Uh, what what uh, questions do you have for Felipe? And a couple people had some questions. I got one from uh, George Aristigi from Reno. He said, uh, "Do you ever get alcohol cravings or drug cravings, and what do you do to calm them down?" Every morning, man, I want to smoke crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have dreams. Yeah. That I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from crack, mm-hmm. but then like I'm getting, I'm high in my dream. But then when I wake up, I get happy that I didn't do it. Yeah. But I was bad. I was like, um, every, and then alcohol is my problem because if I, like, if my mind, if I get an alcohol drink, I'm gonna start looking for the dope man right away. Oh yeah. So what I do for the cravings is, I just try not to think about it. Okay. I roll up, I hit a bowl. Yeah. So weed. I, I don't know. I, I think about that. Um, if I start drinking, I'm gonna be homeless. Okay. Cause I, pre- I came pretty much to being homeless. One yeah. Time. I think I was living in the street for five days in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Um, that's probably five days. Now. Well, you know, not if you got a little bit of cheese to keep the party going. <laughs> no cheese. That was so homeless. bad sometimes that I would tell Rodrigo to hold my money. Then I would call him, give my money. <laughs> it was a trip because then that's what. No, it was just weird. I mean, you know, there's some crazy shit it was just crazy it was a crazy time dude five days it's either a time of abandonment or a time of you know going with your ways let me up the homie you know whatever but, you but th- remember when you were talking i heard a voicemail this fool hey man you gotta give me money and it sounded like a chipmunk it wasn't even his voice i was like what the fuck and then he fucking boom i'm driving by mondo's house and this fool's by the river hey <laughs> and i had it on me dude but you know you see him and it's in a different element yeah. totally different you yeah know? So, so you start thinking about the worst yeah, the worst dying on the street. Yeah, yeah. And that, like, wow, that's good. That's a, that's a, that's a. I think uh, someone might need that. Because um, someone might need to hear that. Like know? a lot of like, if you're a comic, even somebody. if you're a comic right now, man, and and if you're leaving the crew because 
the the comedians you're hanging out with don't do we don't do what you do mm-hmm. trust me bro it's gonna catch up to you and these guys that you're hanging around with they really uh-huh. care about you and they don't want you to be a crackhead or or fall off yeah yeah man so i would just get help don't do crack don't do crack <laughs> there's other things you can do and you know this guy drew schaefer from reno Tahoe comedy club he was the uh he's gonna do a guest spot when you go back oh, yeah eventually he said uh well he was asking what's one of the craziest things that ever happened to you on the road giving drew the a guest spot bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen to <laughs> what's up fool yeah dude. i mean the, the listen Houston to what's up fool podcast listen yeah. to um Listen to um, The Champs with Neil Brennan. That's a good podcast. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happened to me, man. You're part of a, the, a network now, right? Yeah, All Things Common. Hell yeah, that's dope, bro. Oh, yeah. Dude, when I found out you uh, were going to launch your podcast, man, I got so freaking ha- happy, dude. Cause Didn't you hit me up one time to start one? Or someone I, did. I, I hit you up about you, when are you going to start one? Yeah. Yeah, I asked you, like, when are you going to get your own podcast or something? Because I, I also heard you on Joey Diaz podcast. Oh my god That's right Cocksuckers Always the truth To my man Where, where that lady They, they, they kept coming over To tell you guys To keep it down Or something ah, they, got kicked out, they got kicked out huh? This way dude Uncle This is so, so much Love with that fool Just like his presence yeah. When uh, he was on This website called uh, what, Latino Comedy Back in the day That Gabriel launched oh, He got his comedians photo, But he had, a, he had a Profile of Joey Diaz On there Joey Diaz is like On a marina somewhere I think in Frisco There's like yeah. a little He's right there In a payphone And he's on the payphone yeah. And he's holding his nose Like he said I'm like, I'm smelling something funny, bro. It fucking stinks. And, I'm and we, dude, we're at the Mac store in Glendale, dude, at the mall. And we look at that picture on the Mac computers, me, El Catrin, Ivan Cuellar, yeah. and, uh, and Felipe. We started laughing so Couldn't hard. Start laughing. And on top of that, we, you know, we were, we were on that funny smoke. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, we got laughing so hard that they kicked us out. Oh, it out but it's all from seeing Joey on the picture. It was a, a loud bro. fucking laugh, bro. And Joey, Joey wasn't wow. even there, no, bro. he was on the computer. Bro, but you would have seen it. You would have saw the full. Oh, you would have died. Because he only had the face. He was like. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uncle dude. Joey, so man. Ridiculous, dude. Yeah. He's just fucking so fucking funny, dude. It's not that's, funny. That's one of my, my favorite episodes when, when you had Uncle Joey on your podcast, bro. That was, it was a We used to hang out with Joe Diaz from the moment he got here from Colorado. Oh, yeah. The first time he came to LA, I, I was booking him at shows. Yeah. And we were hanging out. We became his good friends he yeah. loves us oh he loves like, you guys, yeah. dog, no matter where we go i don't care if, fuck if joe diaz is talking to the president of the united states of america yeah. he will acknowledge me and rodrigo torres yeah and not too many people will do that yeah excuse me real quick barack I'm felipe silent bob get over here and meet this bad motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> one time we showed up it was me rodrigo ivan and these other fools and then joe, joe diaz told joe rogan him Make room for the Mexican mafia. Oh, dude, this fool, it was cold in LA, it was dude. Cold. And I think yeah. one of them, when they, the, the Christmas party at the Christmas store, uh, at the comedy store, 2001, I think. Yeah. 2002, maybe. And a Joey Diaz pops out of his little neon, all big, with yeah. a little beanie on, and his, and his, and his little, um, his little denim ja- jacket. Oh, denim, huh? Denim. I think he had, like, you know, those, like, biggie small, like, puffy yeah. jackets. And then it, but he had, you know, denim. Boots with no shoelaces. Yeah, but the boots yeah. with the shoelaces, the Tim's, Timberlands, all like that. Yeah. And then it's, <laughs> as soon as he pops out of the car, this fool starts bagging. 
Love D- Joey Dada looking like the like the bear from the ice house. What the fuck am I gonna do with you guys? The Mexican mafia's over here bagging on me. Joe yeah. Rogan, please make room for the Mexican Dude, mafia. We can't have it like this. You got some good impressions, bro. Making fun of him. Give it up for the Coca Cola bear. Yeah, I used to call. I would say shit. He was doing a lot of dope back then. Oh yeah. Because he did a lot of coke back then too. Oh dude. And now everybody, we all we started laughing, but you could tell that all the white comics, they're not used to seeing somebody busting balls, bro. They knew, bro. We were we were in, bro. Yeah. And it's like it's funny, dude, because like on that podcast episode that we did, yeah. You said we're all getting louder. on bro, calm down and shit. Then we kept on getting louder. on you guys are some crazy motherfuckers, bro. That's how we do it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, bro, uh, th- this last episode on you guys' podcast, What's Up Fool? Um, everybody needs to download it right now listening. Stop this podcast and go download that. Uh, the last episode, bro, holy smokes. Frankie? The guy that got arrested and oh went to prison. God. Frankie and, and he was And he was innocent. Yeah, Frankie Carrillo, right? Frankie Carrillo. Yeah. Yeah, bro, he was innocent. And you just met him like off the street all of a sudden. Off the street. He was, <sighs> he was walking around holding yeah. his baby in his in his chest. Like yeah. Those baby carriers. Yeah. They're both wearing Dodger hats, walking around Glendale Avenue. And they told me, what's up, fool? And he was holding his baby with a little hat. And um, I, I go, I watched you on Last Comic Standing. I voted. For, I, I couldn't vote for you, though, because I was in yeah. prison. Yeah. And I said, you were locked up in prison? I said, that's cool. I said, well, check out my podcast, man. We talked. We have a podcast talking about kidnapping people. Goes, I got kidnapped, bro. Yeah. I was arrested 20 years, and I got released three years ago for something I didn't do. Damn. So that was tight, huh? Flaco. Con la boca abierta como menso aquí. taking your ass to the ER again, motherfucker. You're staying, and we're leaving. Dude, um, not a lot of uh, Latinos have podcasts. And uh, I know it's not about being Latino and stuff, but to have you is, and have that, and like Joey Diaz, um, to me, it's it's so big because our people, and it sounds wrong, our people, but people, you tell them, hey, people. bro, listen to my podcast. They're like, what the fuck is that? Like, you have to educate them. On your, on your threads, on your Facebook, when people ask, I always, like, tag them and show them how to, like, I fucking try to educate them, you know? They're like, how do you download it? Where do I find it, bro? And I'm like, okay, click on this. Like, and your own fans try to help you out because it's like, we got to educate our people, bro. I don't, they don't know about, but like, you gotta yeah. You gotta grab them like your parents used to grab you. See, come on, see, way, loud. Yeah, I feel like I feel like making an educational video on YouTube so we should. can help them, bro. You I know, like I talk some. I I, I meet um old school Chicanos, bro, who are in their late fifties, and they they're on the internet, and I'm trying to tell them my my, my podcast. And the other day, I said this. You, you gotta listen to me, bro. I have a radio show on the internet called What's Up Fool Podcast. That's how you gotta say it. Radio show. <laughs> I have a radio show on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's called What's Up Fool Podcast. Mm-hmm. Really? How do I find it? Just go to What's Up Fool Podcast and then yeah. click on it. Yeah. That's my radio show. Yeah. They don't sell it at the store, homie. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 can I get it on Kekale? How what, much what? is it? It's free. <laughs> what made you wanna get into podcasting, though? Like, because oh. when you say you were gonna do it, I'm like, fuck, finally. I got uh, hit up by a lot of people. Yeah. Even uh, we did a remember we, we did a podcast in El Sereno and the guy there he, he wanted to loan me his equipment. That pad. He wanted to be a producer. Cool. He wanted to do mm-hmm. all that. So then um, I I held back. Mm-hmm. Then El Madrigal from All Things Comedy Network. Hey he guys. Hit me up. <laughs> I started doing it on All Things Comedy. We have fifteen episodes. We, had, we our, next, our last episode was um, you've had baby bash on it. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, Desiree yeah. Divine was cool with this mother, this fool. Oh, we oh, had Desiree right. Divine. She will be episode sixteen. 
BBW. She's a BBW porn star. Oh, she's right. six foot two, right? She's big. I was in Vegas too. Luscious, luscious, voluptuous, voluptuous. Bro, she's a beautiful woman, and that's what I like about your podcast, bro. You have themes. Also, you're not just people showing up just to fuck around and joke. No, you have these themes and they, they have a message and it's great, man. I fucking love it. I think it's when are you going to start yours, Flaco? Oh, man. I don't I don't know the technicality. Flaco doesn't talk a lot, but when he talks, holy shit. When you guys had <laughs> the bird man, in the car. when you guys had the bird man. This is a skinny man, dog. <laughs> you know the bird man? Have you met him before? I uh, just through Facebook and uh, through Butch's podcast. Uh, he was on part. Uh, they like they like his podcast on our. He got a work out of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. San Jose State hit him up. Oh, to cool. Speak, to speak to the children. Oh, nice. About birds and staying out of prison. For one of the Here, right, Here's bro. a dumb questions or right. no, the fun questions. Fun I mean. questions. The fun questions. All right. Uh, for all three, uh, three of you guys, uh, what do you guys prefer? Suck. <laughs> what do you guys prefer? Bars or clubs? Bars. Bars, all right. Bars with clubs. The yeah. bars is kind of cheesy right now with the whole hipster and fucking. You check out my fucking homemade brew and shit. Yeah, fuck out of here and give me a Budweiser. <laughs> I know, man. Like you think bars like, get rowdy, huh? Like really, man, people who drink PBRs, man, just want to have a beer belly, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I would drink PBRs only when there was nothing else, man. Yeah. <laughs> like what's up with the worst beer besides? Oh, a PBR that I drank will probably be Old Milwaukee. Old Milwaukee. Okay. Or Milwaukee's best. Ugh. Meister Brow. Ugh. Real beer, bro. Ugh. Meister Brow. Lucky Lucky. <laughs> Natural light, dog. No. Okay. Don't fuck with natties. <laughs> what, what do you guys prefer? Hiking or bicycling? Bicycling. Bicycling? I personally. Hiking, hiking. Oh, fuck hiking. up, dog. Yeah. Fucking branch right here, dog. <laughs> What if you get sick when you're hiking, though, bro? This fool. Better than being on a fucking bike. <laughs> Just tip over and shit. Better than a bike fall off. <laughs> That's true. That's true. How about you, Felipe? <laughs> I'll take um, bicycling for 200 Bicycling for $200. <laughs> um, all right. Beer or hard liquor? <laughs> That's a tough one for Flacco. I, I like I like good beer. I like really good beer. I like beer, but when there's hardcore drugs, I prefer alcohol, um, liquor, man. Like... Vodka, oh, yeah. oh, um, yeah, man, vodka style, but, but I'm talking about vodka and cranberry juice, like that dude from, um, I don't, what's that, what's that dude, Bonaduce style, bro, when he was in that oh, rock, Donnie Bonaduce, I remember you rewinding that shit, I've been that fucked up, sitting there, right there on the corner, on a, on a curb, with a whole, just down in a whole little fucking thing of vodka, dude, I'm like, what the fuck, you <laughs> see it on his face, and longboarding, <laughs> oh, dude, that's one of the fucked up stories that Donnie Bonaduce said, dog, <laughs> 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 fucking all fucked up, long, Longboarding, drinking vodka, drinking cranberry juice, all fucked up. He, Michael Jackson pulled over and said, "Danny, is that you?" <laughs> oh that shit! Crazy, yeah, Michael Jackson. They they were ki- they were child stars together. Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Take care." And he took right. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's it. the funniest story I ever heard. Damn, <laughs> that's like me being living in the streets one day and Eddie and Paul Rodriguez passing by, going, "Felipe, I knew you were gonna be like that." Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You used to open for uh, Paul Rodriguez, huh? Yeah, man. He was a good guy. Did you ever go to Reno and open for him? Yes. Fuck, bro. So I knew that's where I saw you. Before Last Comic Standing, my boy George and I, we went to see Paul Rodriguez 
That's where we saw you. Yeah, at the at the um, Galaxy. No, the it was the Silver Legacy. Silver Legacy. Yeah, Original. bro. I snuck in. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was hurrying for a joint back then. Yeah. We drove home. It was the longest ride ever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no weed, dog. But he, he kept, Rodriguez, Paul Rodriguez kept me entertained with a, a bunch of crazy road stories. Hell yeah. 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 The road stories are good, dude. Like, yeah. those real names. Dude, that's yeah, real names. Fucking, you know, Bob Hope and Lucille Ball, dude. I mean, I'll tell you the best. get better than that, dude. The best Richard Pryor story I ever heard, dog. Yeah, tell us. I heard it from a guy that was there. Tell him, Rodrigo. Which one? The one with the Connie Chung? Yeah, tell him, yeah. Uh, some fool told us that, you yeah, know. Yeah, he was there. They yeah. Were, they were hanging out, uh, old mm-hmm. comics, you know, 20 years ago, hanging out in Hollywood at Richard Pryor's house. Yeah. And then, um, and they're all hanging out, you know, doing drugs, whatever, chilling, drinking, mad fucking, just chilling, positive vibes. Oh. And uh, Richard Pryor was upstairs, you know, with the chick, a new little chick that was coming on the scene, a little Asian chick. Yeah. And um, that fool comes down all, you know, done fucking piping her song. What's going on, y'all? Anybody want some Chinese pussy? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, this guy has the fucking and impressions and down, bro. And then they're all, Chinese pussy. And then, and you know who the Chinese girl was? It was a young Connie Chung. Oh shit! Yeah, dog. You know that? Uh, she's a comedian, no? No, no. Fool, a news anchor chick that married. Mary oh Mary shit! I'm thinking of uh, yeah. Brown, Margaret Cho. I'm thinking no, of Margaret Cho. Yeah, <laughs> Connie Chung, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, bro. Tight, huh? Just fucking damn. Passing those bitches like joints. Uh, just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Dude, so so you went you were with Pirate Juice for a while, like on the road and shit. Yeah, we're on the road. They fool bought me a suit. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Nice, cool. <laughs> yeah, he bought me a suit. <laughs> oh, you know what? When, when, I, when I checked into Reno, we're staying at the Silver Legacy, and yeah. we were staying at the VIP lounge section. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've been to the VIP section, but they have a, a gated area to go into the VIP hotel rooms. Yeah, and uh, he calls me up and goes, "Hey, what, I'm gonna tell my best part of you, hey." What is this about you complaining about your room? And I said, I'm not complaining about my room. You will when you see mine. And he hung up. <laughs> Paul Rodriguez, bro, is probably my, my favorite com- growing up. Probably my the comedian that I would have to look up to, you know? like Yeah. Because it was the Richard Pryor, of course. I love Richard Pryor. There's yeah. George Carlin. But Paul Rodriguez spoke to me the right. way Richard Pryor spoke to black people. That's sure. He broke the mold, dog. He broke the mold. Like, he got I, pioneer, I would dog. say Richard Pry- Paul Rodriguez is up. If you would have like the mental, the thing where, com- like, if you would have like a Plymouth Rock, whatever, mm-hmm. of comedy. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. It would have to be Paul Rodriguez in the middle, mm-hmm. George Colley on the right, and Richard Pryor on the other side. Because that's where all the jokes come from. I don't give a fuck, dude. If you write a Latino joke, you know, like any Latino joke that has to do with a spray can, it came from Paul Rodriguez. All derived mm-hmm. from that. Anything white people can't dance, it came from Paul Rodri- from Richard Pryor. Anything that you think it's smart or you think mm. you're smart, saying the N-word, it came from George Carlin. Yeah. Anything. So anything, these are your influences. Anything proficient that came out. That's the right word, proficient? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or yeah. Prolific. Prolific. Yeah. Came out of George Carlin's mouth. All this comparing about why is it? Yeah. The why is it line came from George Carlin. Yeah. So I would say like the DNA of all comedy came from those three guys. From those three the right direct there. Link the direct from link from comedy. Yeah. Modern oh, wow. American comedy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care if you say, oh, how about Seinfeld? No. 
George Carlin did it first. Before he he, he, yeah. he said, "Why do do the George Seinfeld? Why isn't that find finding the irony of things?" Yeah, and but shit. George, George Carlin said, "Why yeah. isn't it so ironic?" That the people who are against abortion are the people who we don't want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go around to a modern day comedian now. Oh man, why are the ugly bitches always don't against abortion? But yeah. that shit came from George Carlin. From George Carlin. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Nice that you're trying to reinvent the dance, bro. Now, and even the, the jokes about remix. even the George Carlin <laughs> jokes about how um, people here um, get offended by the words. You know, people are offended by the word nigger. They're off, but they're not offended by the word nigger. They're they're offended by the person coming out saying the word nigger. It's the element, the way you say it. Yeah, comes out. yeah. yeah Elements, dude. Because then George Collins said when George, when um, Richard Pryor and Fred, and, um, Fred Sanford say it, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy say it. He goes, we don't get upset. Why? Because they're niggers. Yeah. And that's the original joke yeah. that came from. It wow. Came from him. Yeah, it's on um, that George Collins one where he has the, the mouth covered over him. And it's um, and it's basically a joke about ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. That's what you know the N word means. Thank you guys. By the way, thank, thank you guys you, so Doug. much. All right, you know, man. For taking I'm, the time. When is this going to air? This is going to air on uh, Wednesday. This Damn. Wednesday. Okay. All right, people. Um, in October, I'll be at the Ice House in Pasadena in October, and also I'm going to be in Atlanta, Georgia next. This weekend. This next week, Friday through Saturday, I'll be at the Atlanta Georgia Punchline with Rodrigo Torres and what Keith up? Manning. Yeah, Keith. If you want to know more about me, go to what's up. Go to my my podcast. It's called uh, What's Up Food Podcast. iTunes, iTunes Stitcher, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yes, yeah, man. it's a radio yes, show sir. on the internet. It's a radio show on the internet. Video uh, how to coming soon. <laughs> yeah, how to listen to podcasts. That's cool, man. Thank you guys for taking time, Rodrigo. Where can people find you, bro? Well, thank you very much, Mister Correa. Mister um, Correa. Twitter, Rodrigo Torres Jr. R O D R I G O T O double R E S J R. Instagram, same Rodrigo Torres Jr. Cool. R O D R I G O. Got a YouTube. There's a little stuff on YouTube, Facebook. So that's about. Got your first set. There's a couple sets. You know, yeah, they're funny as hell, but yeah. you know, I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's a true comedian. <laughs> so it's all gravy. Peek around, Rodrigo Torres. And you know? Facebook. Your you, homie. And Facebook. And what's a full podcast? What's a full podcast? The co host right here. I'm right there and, sitting there rolling. And Flacco. Like what's up, bro? What's up, dude? Well, you got my Facebook already. Um, I'll, be oh, at, uh, I'll be at the Ice House at the end of the month. And then I'll be at Sage. When ER, Wednesday right. it comes out. <laughs> nice that Wednesday shout out to Ronald's Donuts on 4600 West Spring Mountain Las Vegas Nevada 89102 call them at 702-873-1032 the best donuts ever call that guy over there yeah and they got two vegan donuts people they got apple fritter vegan donuts they got some good donuts claws, uh, delicious Glaze. apple turnovers fucking too fucking shits are the bomb people yeah. You want to be vegan and be fat? Go to Ronald's Donut. <laughs> Nothing, no donut here over a dollar forty. That's true. No That's donut here right over a dollar fifty. Cash only, bro. Cash only, man. A good place to rob, too. <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all thinking about robbing a place with no cameras. And then you want to relax, you just jump into a massage parlor and you hide from the cops. Huh? That's funny, man. I tell you, I'm a crackhead, bro. I'm, oh here, I'm here casing out to join instead of doing a podcast. That's the, uh. that's the best plug ever. <laughs> Rip that little camera off the wall. Come over here, get your donuts, and rob them. <laughs> That'll suck, dog. 
Thank you very much. We just announced the address and everything. Do you want to do you want to say hi on the microphone? No, come on here. No, this guy's uh, a no, winning no, protection program over here. <laughs> we just plugged your show. He We're about to end it. He's wanted by the triads. Thank you. <laughs> this one right here. He's wanted by the triads. Oh, man, you don't want to fuck around that guy. That kind of guy lift up his sleeves. He's all tattoos, bro. He's uh, connected to the uh, the People's Republic of China. Oh, shit. Yeah. What do you want? Well, Tom, you want to fuck around with an Asian guy with a long sleeve, bro. He takes off his T-shirt. You got to look at his koi fish before you suck him. Give <laughs> <laughs> it mouth to mouth, dog. Man, this this has been a fucking, like a dream come true, man. Thank you guys so much, for real. Uh, don't worry. Put the 20s right here next to this uh, Put it right now, bro. You didn't even need to join or nothing. But, uh, what's, so what's next, Felipe, in the future? You had the... You had a huge thing come out this year with the podcast you're working on uh I'm are you working on a new hour can i'm looking I'm, I'm working a new one hour special right now and um we're thinking of maybe having a in the future have a live podcast Rodrigo mm. and i will probably invite i don't know who probably like one of our favorite guests frankie carrillo or gil carrillo one of the carrillos yeah and um i have a i'm, I'm doing a target commercial it'll probably be out in october Target Mobile. Nice. And um, I'm going to be on the Eric Andre show on Adult Swim. Adult Swim, huh? And I'm, I'm taping um, Comics Unleashed. So you can watch that when you're like in the middle of in the middle of night. Because that show comes out at 4 in the morning. Byron, Bar- 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 Byron Bar- Allen. Byron Allen. There you yeah. go. Yeah, that show's been running a long time. You've been on there quite a few times, I right? did it one time. One time? Oh, okay. Yeah, man. You know what's funny, man? Like, seen that on YouTube. I, I, I fucked up, like... You don't know television till you watch it, so now I know oh, not I know. to slouch. <laughs> oh, I look like I look my on that comes on leash. I look like a musician, bro. <laughs> like <laughs> el musico, bro. I'm so fat, el musico. <laughs> like I'm, I'm lounging, bro. Like if I let it all hang out and Margaret Shaw and all these other professional comedians, they're sitting down upright, covering up everything, man. <laughs> but you're gonna, you're gonna see a difference in this time, man. You're, you're gonna change it around. I have Byron Allen put the camera on top of us, on top of us. <laughs> no slouching and no bunting. <laughs> no slouching, bro. Are you, have you thought about doing like uh, like pitching shows or anything like that, or you just want to focus on stand up right now? I thought about that every day, bro, but nobody wants to listen. <laughs> no. <laughs> every comedian right here man if you don't have if you don't have a, a moment when you're fucking Robert De Niro and the fucking comedian in uh in a what Raging Bull no the comedian the, the movie, the comedian Robert De Niro. He's been the comedian in a movie. Oh I mean, no! He, he kidnaps. No, dude, I've you never seen, seen that no. shit. Oh wow! You never seen that movie? No, it's fucking hilarious. Because I thought mm. I rendered Rage Bull when he starts doing comedy oh, in his club. Robert oh, De Niro. Yeah. It's Robert De Niro, King of Comedy. King of really? Comedy. You never oh, seen it? Never oh, seen it. Oh. Robert, Robert De Niro. Yeah. He wears a cheesy ass suit the whole time with a bow tie. He's like a, a he's like a fucking one of those open mic open mic. Branded open mic motherfucker, right? Black and white. Black and white. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a in black. Color? It's in red color. Okay. Oh. And Sandra Bernhardt's in it, right? He like a she's like a psycho chick. So yeah. the the show starts out. This fool's in his fucking room going, yeah. He's like pretending to be Johnny Carson. Yeah, man. So <laughs> we have a special guest here. Hey, how you doing, sir? We having a good time. Yeah. He goes, um, his name is something pumpkin. And his mom starts yelling, Mom, I'm in the middle of a fucking show right now. Oh. <laughs> so this fool's like talking to himself, bro, pretending to be uh, like tonight's show. And um, what is that little dude from, um, they used to roll with, um, that comedian they used to roll with, um, 
with Martin with um, Dean was Martin Short no Dean oh, Martin Dean, Dean Martin yeah Jerry Lewis Jerry Lewis Jerry Lewis is like the, it's like Johnny, Johnny Carson oh. of that show oh, yeah. so this fool submits his tape all the time they don't accept him this fool kidnaps him bro oh, <laughs> and he holds him ransom till they put him up oh. on TV are you serious so this fool does it five minutes kills and then they arrest his ass and yeah. Shut up And that's what the movie's about Yeah When did it come out Come on in a, in a 74 75 um, Scorsese Are you serious Yeah King, King of Comedy I gotta dude, watch it I, Dude you Gotta so watch it Everybody have it. If you don't Everybody Let's go Getting back to your question About yeah. do you ever um, Pitch ideas Yeah If you're a young If you're a comedian And you don't have those um, Pumpkin moments Of mm-hmm. De Niro And King of Comedy When you're just talking to yourself And pretending you're having a conversation With Letterman Or you're having a conversation With a big star Yeah You know You're not gonna make it man Cause you should be having These conversations every day Cause when you it should, happens When it happens You'll be ready bro You gotta flow like You're not gravity, going crazy dude. Natural yeah. You're just gonna be ready bro It's yeah. just rehearsal fool it's King a, of Comedy bro Alrighty guys Well thank you so What's much What's up fool What's up fool podcast guys Rodrigo Torres chilling Thanks for the invite On the Invitational What's it called Invitational podcast Invitational podcast What name <laughs> No thanks for the invite Yeah Thanks, thanks for, for the it. invite Yeah Thanks for the inbox Thanks for the inbox <laughs> Thank you guys Alright then Alright brother have a Flacco one. You guys have a good one Vegas, Thank you guys 2014 Boom, there you have it, guys. Felipe Sparza, Rodrigo Torres Jr., and Flaco Martinez. What a fun episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, hit up Felipe, hit up Rodrigo, hit up Flaco. Hit him up on Facebook, Instagram, everything, guys. Uh, go to felipesworld.com and let him know you heard him on this podcast, even though you already knew who they, who they are, because they're badass, you know? So... Let's give some shout-outs real quick. And then after the shout-outs, I'm going to play that clip I told you about. The Robert De Niro, Felipe was talking about it right now at the end. It's called The King of Comedy. You can look it up on YouTube. And the whole movie is on there, believe it or not. Go watch it before they take it down. <laughs> Felipe was saying they should remake this movie. That would be cool, man. Um, but it's, it's the scene where Robert De Niro, he's a, a psycho comedian very obsessed and he wants to be a a comedian so bad that he has a room in his house that he set up like if it's a tv show like the late show or tonight show and he's having a conversation with the host and and another guest but they're um, like mannequins he's crazy it's 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 insane you got to watch the video so i'm gonna play the clip enjoy it guys now let's give some shout outs i haven't given some shout outs in a while guys so Big shout out to my homie Break of Dawn and Charlie Giant from the Soul by the Pound podcast. Always supporting my homie Deuce Slinger, uh, Pat Shea from Ohio, Shawnee Constant. Oh, Pat Shea, by the way, he's going to start his podcast pretty soon. So look out for that. We're going to have him on the show soon. Shawnee Constant from Detroit. My homie David Nunez from Guy Talk Radio from Houston. He's going to be releasing a podcast that I did with him uh, a while ago. But we haven't put it up yet because we had some technical difficulties. So we got to finish the end of it. Big shout out to Chuck Nab, uh, Arrow, Zephron, Ionostro. Okay, so this one's difficult. Ionostro Astroki. He sent me a message. He's 14 years old. He wants to do comedy. It's spelled 
I A N O S T R O. He wants to do comedy, and he asked me for some advice, and he also asked me if I wanted to have anybody on my podcast, who would it be one day? And it's a tough question, and uh, I could tell you right now, one of them was Felipe Esparza. That's one of my heroes. So, I mean, that's partially answered because I have a lot of people that I would love to have on this podcast that uh, I really look up to. So that's one of them, my bro. That's the question you asked, and a big shout-out to you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Another shout-out, Heidi Jeldis, always retweeting for us. She's a comedian. Oh, she's a comedian from Arizona. Heidi Jeldis. Geldis, I'm fucking these names up. You know know that's how I do, guys? All right, one more. Portrait, Portia Bing, Griselda Henry, always retweeting us also. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for your support. Oh, big shout-out to my homie. Levi Sanchez in DF, Mexico, all the way from Mexico, listening to the show, guys. So big shout out to you, brother. Um, all right, let's do two more. How about that? Two more shout outs. Kyle Thomas and Chubbs 819 Ruben Herrera. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now, enjoy this little clip with Robert De Niro in the movie The King of Comedy. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for your support. I am so thankful. All right, guys. Until next time. Peace. Hi, Eliza. Good seeing you. Gerald, good seeing you. Jerry, don't get up. Ah, oh, boy, I'll tell you. Every time you come back from a tour, I don't know what it is, but there must be something in the air or the tour. It really becomes you. It's like you become rejuvenated. I don't know what it is. Isn't that so, everybody? Isn't that so? Hey, that's the truth. I'll tell you, it's amazing. It's amazing. You look wonderful. And, yeah, I know. You look wonderful, too, Jerry. I wasn't leaving you out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jerry, I love this guy. Always coming up with these great lines. I love him. I love him. He's wonderful. You're wonderful. I, tell you, I don't know what I'd do without you. Rupert, anyway. the bus is here. It's early. Try to be on time for once. I can't believe this. <laughs> I got to go now. Yeah, I got to catch a bus. Jerry, take care of yourself. Baby, be good. Good luck in Rio.